Welcome to the Butter Chicken Podcast, hosted by DJ Sharad and DJ Juicy. Ooh. We focus on the stories of individuals who are making great impact in society and culture. The Butter Chicken Experience is well-cooked, thought-provoking conversation. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the vibes. You got the culture? Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another week. Butter Chicken Podcast with your boy DJ Sherrod and DJ Juicy, baby. What's going on, party people? Juicy, what's cracking, my man? Nothing much, man. Just blessed to be here for another day, living the dream, another day in paradise. I feel like we work in the same office. We are together every day, but we don't really get to speak and sit down and have a conversation like this. That's why I really love doing Butter Chicken. I couldn't agree with you more, man. This is definitely uh, some downtime, much needed. It's always nice to catch up and just really kick it. Word up, man. So today I see you wearing some some dope kicks. What you what you got on today, Juice? I got the uh, Air Jordan 1 Pinnacles, tan color. Uh, I didn't read the box before I came, so I don't know the actual term for it, but... Um, I mean, that's I, what it is, right? Yes, it's the tan, the tan color. That's it's what I call them. They're fire, man. You wear those a lot? I do actually. Um, Air Jordan One is, you know, is is my shoe. So, is that your favorite silhouette of all time? Uh, absolutely, without without a doubt, uh, for multiple reasons. Actually, one uh, shoe came out in 1985. That's the year that I was born. And uh, young so boy, every time I see that box, it says 1985. My eyes light up. Word up. Um, again, the silhouette is just timeless. So you know, it, and you could really—it's very versatile. You could wear it with with any outfit, really. So, yeah, sneakers is just—it's forever, man. Forever is correct. I feel like I live in a space now, which wasn't always the case, but now I could wear—I could wear sneakers anywhere and feel comfortable. And and even like ten years ago, I couldn't do that, but now I could wear sneakers to any function, any space, any place I go. I have a pair of sneakers that will go with the occasion, if that makes sense. Do, do, you, does, do you feel like it gives you more confidence when you're wearing sneakers versus other shoes, or what's? The I don't even wear other shoes, pretty much. Like I'll wear like shoes, like maybe five times a year, and That's... then 360 days it's sneakers, and five days it's not sneakers. For me, it's like there's specific outfits that I wear that make me more confident, or, or give me this different type of. Uh, approach and when i wear a suit i feel like I'm, I'm a knight who's putting on armor you know so that's that that's that's like sneaker, that's, a word that's, fam. That's, that's like a pair knight i'm saying that's that's just how i feel when i put a suit on and i feel like that's how it is for you with sneakers for me or for us well for you more so because i i mean i love sneakers Don't now you're getting into my feelings bro nah b i'm just saying like <laughs> you know i know you're about the sneakers for real like i, I wear different stuff like i i, I fuck with loafers yeah, your loafer game is your loafer game is serious. Yeah, so sneakers aren't you know I I would say definitely I wear sneakers more than anything else, but you know that's not the uh, the only thing that I like to put on my feet. All right, so we're in 2018. What so far this year for you? Looking at you know everything that's come out or the sneaker game in general or just the scene so far and what you see from all the different brands. What for you has been thus far? 
the best moment in sneakers of 2018 or the best release of 2018 for you? Thus far, I would have to say it would be... And it's tricky, right? Because some shit could come out tomorrow, but yeah, no, where no. we stand right now. Where we stand right now has to be the, um, the holy shoe that Pharrell released um, because for, for multiple reasons. One, I... I love the NMDs. I think they're super wait, comfortable. Wait, so the, the specifically the, the NMD, NMD. Yeah, yeah the multicolor. The multicolor or, or the black. black and purple. Okay. Um, that shoe is just super comfortable um, wearing NMDs. So um, did you get your pair is the question. No. Why would I get a pair, bro? I mean, so I mean, you just said you fucks with it. I fucks with it, but I don't have a pair yet, and, and uh, I'm a little upset about it, but it's okay. It's, it's, but, I mean, I, I want to flex a little bit and, and let, let the people know that you and I specifically were brought in to curate and conceptualize or partly conceptualize the launch event for the particular holy line by Pharrell, and we were commissioned by Adidas to do so. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that's probably the best shoe, and you don't have a pair? I don't have a pair, unfortunately. Uh, I guess the, all the efforts and hard work that we put in didn't really... Uh equate to, to getting a pair so <laughs> <laughs> but did you get the check i got the check okay so i'll have to pay way way more than box price to get them back so would you pay more than box to get them or would you would you not yeah. pay yeah i would pay um i just don't know how much over box i would pay but if it's a fair rate i'd, I'd pick them up what would what would you consider a fair what, rate what, what's the box on those 220 250 maybe 250 yeah I'd probably max pay like a hundred over box on those. So it's like a convenience fee you'd pay. Convenience, but fee, you wouldn't yeah. pay a I'ma get slammed nah. fee. You would never do that. Nah, I would never do that. I, I, fe- I feel some type of way at this point about even paying a dollar over box. Yeah, I mean, if, if you know, I mean, see, your sneaker collection is a little bit more uh, elaborate and intricate and uh, bigger, way bigger than mine. But pause, pause. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sorry. But uh, but yeah, no, nah, I uh, what's it called? It, it, I I gotta really like love 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 the shoe in order for me to to spend some like crazy guap on it. But uh, I don't feel some type of way paying. What would you feel about being involved in the fact in the rollout in the marketing rollout for the event? It was for crazy the sh- for the whole shoe and for for what we did collectively and what the brand did and what Pharrell did. What what are your thoughts on you know that specifically being My- part of the rollout of this? incredible shoe yeah my, my thoughts are that you know it, it was exciting it was exciting for adidas it was exciting for pharrell it was exciting for our culture and our people and our community what was your role specifically in it i was the uh event producer on the catering and um the av lighting side um so i kind of came in there make sure everybody was uh, aligned and well fed well fed Make sure that it it truly was authentic to the festival of holy. Uh, Did you have anything to do with the guest list and who was in the room that night? Absolutely, um, a, a lot of our our influence, influencers in our community, a lot of my friends and family were there. Um, so it, it was even more kind of gratifying to see everybody in there. And you know f- what what felt great for me about being part of that event and doing that event is that we've been working with the brand specifically for so long for six years at this point Mm -hmm. consulting and helping with events and helping with marketing rollouts but they've never done anything specific to our culture and I felt that it was nice that one I felt I never feel entitled right like Mm -hmm. I don't ever feel entitled to to get an opportunity every opportunity is earned for sure but I felt it was a really good play for the brand to ensure that we were part of the event 
Absolutely, man. That was. And then the other thing is, is like I've been preaching this this thing for years about black brown unity, um, hip hop, Daisy, together. Our stories are very similar, and for so many years, it's been like a split. Like, oh, you you're in the hip hop community, cool. You do hip hop. Oh, you're on the Daisy side of things. You do Daisy. And for years, I've been saying, yo, this this thing can be together at certain moments. And for that very moment, for that three or four hours, it was exactly that. I mean, you saw people from from labels. You saw people from various fashion brands. brands. You saw people from Adidas themselves. And then you saw people from our community, from all all different spaces together, catching a vibe, eating our cuisine, Mm -hmm. drinking our beer, drinking our drinks, dancing to our music, talking, having conversation, engaging with one another, and everybody embracing what we brought to the table it was an amazing experience man and truly we're in new york they call it the cultural melting pot that specific night that building was a cultural melting pot i'm gonna make you a promise on record today go ahead i think it's so foul that you did so much and you did not get a pair and, and no one at the brand or anywhere at any retailer said yo i'm gonna get you a pair so you know what I'm going to do? Tuck, tuck. I'm going to ensure that you have a pair from the collection. Yeah. I assure you that you will have a pair from the collection. On the record. And in the event that the brand doesn't get it to me mm-hmm. in a timely manner, because sometimes that happens, mm-hmm. as you know, I will forever be collecting sneakers. And you will probably forever be collecting sneakers. And forever collecting sneakers is something that we will always do Mm -hmm. so in the event that everywhere i turn and all my connects somehow disconnect me for that particular shoe what i am going to do is call my man from forever collecting sneakers and tell him to find me a pair and his name is nav and he's my man and he's a young og (laughs) and he has a sick dope banging ass sneaker shop in Queens, New York City, where we love the place where we love so much, and it's only right that we bring Nav that phone call when I want that pair if nobody else could get it from me. Convenience fee or no convenience fee? No, Nav is yo. <laughs> Nav is like forever. Like he'll just give it to me and just say whatever you want. That's that's, that's the relationship we have. Matter of fact, Nav just walked in the door, my man. Nav, what up, brother? What's going on, guys, man? Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it, man. Pleasure is mine, man. You know, being in the room with you guys, seeing from your office to here, all kind of things you guys do, it's just amazing. And I'm here, man. And the energy's in the room. That's it. Nav, we were just talking before you walked in about this holy shoe that Pharrell did. And we're going to talk about a lot of things today. But since we're on this this topic, uh, you obviously know about the Pharrell uh, holy collab with Adidas. Um, one, what are your thoughts on that? Correct. Yeah, um, I actually saw the sneaker in person. Thanks for the invite. Came came to the event. It was amazing um, as everything. And the sneaker is amazing. Like you said, it's it's incorporating our culture and coming back and it's integrate integrating all this and it's the sneaker was super clean super comfortable and it's it's good you know what i mean it put us on the map you know what i mean not just the sneaker the whole line that shirt shorts and yeah, it looked cool did, did and you, he actually did i you saw see that pharrell was in india celebrating correct that's what i was getting yeah i seen he was what are your in thoughts Mumbai. on that 
he was um you know rubbing shoulders with big bollywood artists and yeah. i think it's good cuz you know I, going back to culture and spiritual and Pharrell coming from that from that you know music and you get in your zone yeah. that space that he got to see that you know what i mean and that's what's big you know what i mean seeing that yeah this is actually culture is being calm collective cool togetherness and all those colors being there as one you know what i mean it was and the sneaker by itself like you did mention it is very comfortable and i want a pair too sharad for the record wait you're the plug when when sometimes the plug does for some people you're the direct plug right absolutely for me and my and your relationship i will never consider you like the first call on a particular shoe for various reasons which we're going to get into today but i know if i really wanted something and i needed to find it i'm sure i can call you and you could hunt something down for me is that pretty accurate absolutely man you give me the word i'm gonna make it happen you know so funny story is juice that you probably don't know this about my relationship with nav and why why i hold nav dear to my heart and why it was important to have him on the show is because me and nav actually even though we're both from the brown community we didn't know each other we might have known of each other but we definitely didn't know each other until i did my first ultimate sneaker expo back in 2013 and nav store forever collecting sneakers fcs was a vendor at that show Mm -hmm. and i see this punjabi kid and i'm like yo who's whose man is this like where's this guy from i didn't even know how he looked or anything i just heard about fcs but i didn't know anything about nav it's like instant rapport right when you when you see somebody of your premiere sometimes but sometimes you know within our community there's also instant like standoffishness too it goes both ways but nav nav was immediate like opened his arms to me and was like yo let's go like let's get it and me and nav clicked immediately because at the time i was looking for a true blue 13 a true blue three, rather size thirteen. Size thirteen, <laughs> and this was before they just redropped in like whatever last year or whatever. So it was like a a, a shoe that I really, <clears throat> really needed. And now I've had it, and he was like, "Od, you know, he was a little way higher than box on it." Mm-hmm. And I asked Nav, like, yo, what's good with this? And he's like, yo, just take it and give me whatever you want. Do you remember that? Absolutely, yeah. It was actually a pair that my cousin had on consignment because mm-hmm. that's how we started off consignment-based. Mm-hmm. People bring their sneakers and sell. And my cousin was out of town, and he happened to catch a 13. And he's like, nah, put it on consignment. And then going to the sneaker store, that was, sneaker show, that was like the hot sneaker. So I was like, I got to bring this with me. Come correct, yeah. And yeah, come correct. And like 20 minutes into the show, like I've been getting offers right and left. I'm like, nah, that's not the right price. Sharad comes in, yo, I need the true blue. I like, call my cousin right there. I'm like, yo, bro, what did you pay for these? He's like, I'm like, yo, I'm giving you that. He's like, no problem. That's love, man. And that's, no, I absolutely, he mentioned it earlier, and that's really our relationship started, man. And that's now we're beyond sneakers, and, you know, we're doing, working on other things, and it's just a blessing, yeah, man. So, sure. Nav, I know you from that, but, you know, a big part of what we're doing at Butter Chicken is to really highlight people who are, doing impactful things in culture and society, Um, people that are movers, people that are shakers, people that are going against the grain and really talking about the come-up story. And it's interesting for me to watch just your movement in the last five years since I've known you um, to see kind of 
from 2013 to even now the growth of your store, um, you going more digital and kind of entering the e-commerce space and retail. But for many people that listen to our show, they're not from here and they don't know you. They don't know me. And I, I kind of want to let the listeners know, you know, Nav's story from the beginning. And one, how FCS came to be and where you come from as an individual prior to the sneakers and what led you to that. Um, and I think today I really want to discuss that and, and get some insight. Uh, one, to just inspire youth. And two, so we and the listener can know where you come from and what, what you're all about and, and how true you are to this life and how true you are to this, this game. Absolutely. So, so like real quick, like just give us an intro on from back, back, back in the day of where you come from, man. Yeah, man. So um, my my family was in this business, and when you say store, your family, pops, pops, yeah, pops and moms. You know what I mean? It was a a collective thing because you know. But, but they're Punjabi from Punjab, correct? Correct, from Ludhiana back. So in, they were flipping sneakers in in India. No, no, no. They okay. came. They moved over here. Give me that real shit uh, now. You, you want, <laughs> Give me the keep fucking it raw, story, keep it raw. the whole scoop, bro. The whole I scoop. need to. We got time, B. This is right. the internet. It's this is the internet. free. What was the flight number, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like they didn't just come here and open a sneaker. Absolutely store. no, definitely not. They came here, you know, basic story, dollar in the dream. <laughs> okay. And um, you know, they worked. I, I heard this yesterday. My dad was. We're driving, and my dad's like, you know, a quick ten minute lecture. We're coming back from a kitty party, and they're like quick you know son son dad conversation he goes this was yesterday this was yesterday okay so and, give me you know, that it was snowing and i took a day off because it was snowing and i'm like i'm gonna just chill at home so you're was, a millennial bro yeah, we don't do that yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> my point so i had to hear 365 10 years in a row i worked now i'm like yes dad i don't doubt it and then so you know he had a he came to this country and he worked for at that time uh, a family that owned a bunch of sneaker stores so he the minute he got into america he it's not like he Worked at a gas station no, or yeah. worked at a convenience Straight store. Straight to a sneaker store. He came into this country and his first job was at a sneaker store? Wow. Correct. What sneaker store was that? It was a, a small mom and pop shop uh, based out of Brooklyn. What shop was that? Um, I wouldn't be able to tell you the name, to be honest. Okay. On some DL, like Indian sneaker mafia yeah, shit? Yeah, I, something some like that. You know, don't... those people were definitely doing some backdooring, <laughs> illegal Nike said it. So, uh, let's okay. just keep it for the rest. You so know I mean? so he, he worked in retail? Correct. And now he speaks English? Correct. He, he, you know, back in India as well, he was a businessman like his father. You know what I mean? So he had a, an idea of how to run a business okay. and get the product out. You know what I mean? Better than other people in that situation now. Mm -hmm. They're lucky, but they might not know day-to-day -day business or profit march. So he was able to come to a situation that was vulnerable and he took over. And you know what I mean? He was uh, able to learn the trade pretty quick. Okay. So he's coming. He gets here, comes Correct. from Punjab, live, lands, and gets a crib where? No, um, and uh, we stayed on rent in Regal Park, like Queens, Corona area. Queens, where, that's Queens, where we're yes, from. Yes, culture, yeah, man. Okay, so Queens is where he started. Yes, sir. And he, he works in Brooklyn. This yeah, is what, travel. the 70s, the 80s, the 90s? What is the, this? The eight, or, or late 80s, early 90s, correct. So so he's pretty new to this country still. If you Absolutely. Can, right? Like my parents are Juicy and Me's parents is like 70s. Yeah, my late 70s for my parents. My parents are mid 70s. So your parents, you're, and that, that explains it. Like you're like 10, 12 years younger than us, so your parents came here in the 80s. Correct. Yep. So he comes, he lands, he gets this job in a store, and he's running the shop from jump or oh, no, not from jump. Yeah, he's you know he's learning the trade. They're teaching him. He does better than expected. You know what I mean? Okay. So he's learning the lingo. He's making the comf you know the customer comfortable. How old are you at this time? 
I wasn't born at that time. Wow. I was okay. not born at okay, that so time. Okay, so you're telling us. Yeah, the story. Pre-nav. Okay. Yeah, pre-nav. pre-nav. Okay. Pre-fetus yeah. nav. Wow. So, um, so my dad's working and I had my grandparents to live with me. And that was like the most influential thing of my life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That I, They made me the man I am. Respect. You know what I mean? Everything. And so my mom and my dad worked while my older sister stayed home. Mm-hmm. You and know, your mom's stayed, in retail too now. She's, yeah, she's in the, she's at a different shop. Same owner. Okay. Different shop, a couple of blocks. Do away. I know this owner? Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Indian sneaker mafia. Probably. Probably. Well, well, maybe at some point that. We we'll might get be... to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's, you know we do a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. she's working, and and end of the day she's traveling to Brooklyn. Now is she wearing a suit to work. Like no, not a suit to work. <laughs> nah, man. I, you know my mom's fashionable, bro. Okay. Yeah. No, because I seen aunties in the suits. Yeah, yeah. She's Jamaica fashionable Ave and all I mean, that. That's true. You got to keep up, you know, with the times, That's and they true. understood that. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. At that understood. early age, into they the understood. Country. Yeah, because if you're gonna live here this way, okay. and they come from a you know background of religious, like I said, family, so. Mm-hmm. It was understandable, but they they were able to say, okay, we're going to start a life here, and there's some changes that need to be right, made. They need to you know make I mean? an adaptation. Exactly. You got to adjust to the situation, and they were able to, and that's why I'm here today. You know what I mean? So he works there from the late 80s. Yep, to the early 90s okay. with my mom. In BK. In Brooklyn. Now, correct. Brooklyn at that time is very different, different than, than Brooklyn different now. Era. We'll get to when he opened his own shop. Okay. And... All the situations that he f- went through, you know what I mean. It wasn't easy. Talk about it. Um, yeah, man. So pretty much, my mom and dad were working at a sneaker store, mm-hmm. and she got pregnant w- between that time. So she used to go to work pregnant with me. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel like it really started. You know, I, I was probably just so hearing, you were in, in a stomach, sneaker store, hearing like... up tempos, Jordans, <laughs> give me a better price. <laughs> From day one, I think that's what it was. Oh, you were probably bored with some heat oh, on your yeah, floor, yeah, you know? <laughs> So, you know, as she was pregnant, and that she still refers to that. She's like, oh, I used to go to Brooklyn, and this is the reason you're this. This is what it is, and you took over the business. And then in the early uh, in the early nineties, like ninety four, ninety five, he takes over his own shop. He gets an opportunity with somebody that you know bought up an opportunity to him, gives him a chance, mm-hmm. and he opens his own. For- Pause for a second. Yes, so pops is working for the dude, probably making him a boatload of money at that time. Absolutely. That time it was like heavy. Jordan sneakers and crap. It was right? like it was Jordan fours, Jordan five, Jordan six. It was Air Force ones. It was Air Maxes. Absolutely. The culture was it, just developing, and it was sure. a lot of also probably Adidas at the time. All that like it was shell toes, and it was just so much going on at that time, right? Absolutely. And it was just people were buying sneakers daily. People that was when that I'm aware a new pair of sneakers every day shit started happening Absolutely. heavy in Brooklyn. Correct. 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 Yep. Okay, and then. He's helping someone else. Correct. Growing their business. Growing their business. Is that dude appreciative? Um, I, I would hope so. You know what I mean? Okay. He definitely did notice that. But, I mean, end of the day, I think back then the mentality was a little different with these dudes, right? They're seeing so much money. So somebody that's bringing them a little extra money or that could take over, they're not going to respect him as much. Because at the end of the day, my dad's not leaving him to go try to get another job while he has two kids at home. or right. You know what I mean? Not even taking that extra risk. You know what I mean? Right. So he definitely did try as much as he can okay. to get on the good side of the guy. You know what I mean? Okay. And then, you know, we, we went through, my parents went through some hardmanship when I was growing. Hard meaning? Yeah. This is before they opened their store? No, this is before, correct. Okay. So they they were planning to move back to India. Why? Just because it was getting, uh, adapting, 
and you know making sure everything flows lifestyle you get you know you come from money back home but over here it doesn't translate to much right so they're you know they're their own bosses there they work on their own schedule you got your drivers there you know even back then they had that you of know because I mean? it was affordable yeah. so they're thinking of going back different lifestyle different lifestyle yeah. so in 94 they do take a trip back to india with me being two years old mm-hmm. And on the way, they weren't thinking of moving back. It was a thought, you know what I mean? They were not going to go do it. It was just like, okay, let us go there. Let's weigh our options. Yeah. Okay. And at the airport, they bumped into somebody that had a store that they were leaving. The lease was being terminated. And he's like, yo, you should maybe try it. You know, I'll, I'll introduce you to two, three wholesalers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never know. You can make a living more than you and your wife working. If you focus hard enough here, you could probably make something happen. Also, this store, sneak, sneakers. The sneakers, store. correct. And where was that store going On be? North Stand Boulevard in okay. Brooklyn. Okay. Back then, very going back to the early 90s, you know, that's not the you know easiest the neighborhood, yeah. the safest, now, move did, around. Did, did your parents ever tell you? Because I was around, and that's when I was getting into hip-hop. Like, you're still a baby, but I was already, like, I was almost in clubs already. So I was into hip-hop at that point and into the culture. Did they ever talk to you about being Sikh and having even brown skin and having a turban and being literally in one of the toughest boroughs, the toughest borough at the time in, in, in a period of history where it was like really, really rough? Like, was, was it rough for them being Sikh at all? Correct. Like, you know, my going back to from wearing turbans to wearing fitteds, you know, my dad understood. <laughs> I seen your pops. Yeah, yeah. fitteds. Yeah, he was quick with that. You know, he's like, hey, I got to make it here. Let's do it. You know what I mean? What's right. proper. So did he take the turban off to yeah, To work, yeah, to, you know, more hat. You know, he would wear his turban on certain days too because he, he was a pride, this dude. Now he has his own store, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when he'll come on the weekends and do his paperwork, he'll wear his turban. To to be symbolic of like yes of this course. is me you know what I mean that's my uh you you know the respect you gain with the turban people look at you different so it's good so he was still wearing his turban but when he was on the sales floor you best believe you know he had his gangster on you know <laughs> for sure wow what's his fitted size seven and three eighths see he how just, he knows his he pops. just deaded me on a fitted last week came out <laughs> of the shot. he's like I like this gray one so I was like ah right, go ahead wow so he still wears fitteds to this day. Correct. He still does. Yep. He still does. He, you know, he only reps New York and Chicago, man. He grew <laughs> up watching Jordan, you know, in this country, and New York is all he knows. So, so. he's true to the game in the sense that he's not going to just wear a fitted based on a colorway or based on a team that's hot. He's only going to yeah, wear a New York fitted. Or you that's catch a very Brooklyn mentality. For, for sure. <laughs> what, what's your pop's favorite sneakers? Favorite? He likes Air Maxes, man. It's so comfort to him. New which balances. Which, you know what which, I mean? which Air Max? 95s he sold so so much of them that was his that's when he probably got he was getting dumb paper (laughs) right i wonder where that shit is now man (laughs) (laughs) so your pops opens his own store mom's is working in the store you're two or three years old correct tell us what happens yeah man so everyday struggle with over there is you know people know you're making some money they see the flow and it wasn't like you owned the whole store back then you know you had a perfume guy a jewelry guy it's just how the setup was Mm -hmm. So you know, and who are those people? Like people he brings in, or no, no, just, just random. You know what I mean? Because it's a sublease, sublease. That's how Brooklyn was, up until honestly six years ago. Yeah. That's how Brooklyn was. <laughs> yeah. Somebody owned the building. It was subleased to somebody, and then yeah, get, that guy subleased it to like five people. Get you know a camera, I mean? some perfume, and a pair That's of sneakers. It. You're out. <laughs> That's all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. legit. Yeah. Some jewelry, maybe. You know yeah, what I mean? F- funky smelling cologne. What, <laughs> who were his custies at that time? Like who's? Who's copping? Is it just think, regular people? Uh, is it dope honestly, boys? Yeah. Is it at like... that time, Brooklyn, everybody was getting money that was in the street game, right? So right. you figured that was his clientele, that people that were able to accessible, you know, back then, $100 
was 110 was a re- retail, 125 was a retail on a pair of J's, right. not 190. Right. So that meant a lot back then. So you right. figured that's who it was, people that was getting this money any way they can. And, you know, you had your family people there, too, that would make sure their kids had J's before they did. You know what I mean? Wow. You still right. have people like that all the time. Yeah. So it was just a mix of crowd of people coming in. Mostly African-American clientele? Yes, correct. Yeah. Where was the white clientele and the Latin clientele at that point? At that time, I feel like more of Queens probably had more Latin people, you know what I mean, than Brooklyn. Right. People, like, Brooklyn was a forbidden spot, you know. You would know better, like you said, you're older than me, but, yeah, right. you know, you watch uh, shows. I wouldn't touch Brooklyn for a long time. Yeah. For t- exactly. Like, not, not to cop, no. Absolutely no, not. Absolutely. I'd go to Roosevelt Field. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll keep it funky over keep there. It, yeah, absolutely. So, going going there, but I then as, you know, the business progressed, um, he got his ways, you know, going to other shops and buying and people were understanding, okay, this guy gets product. You know, you, you know, you, you retain your customers when you have the product, simple as that. Absolutely. You have what people want, you know what I mean? That's the main thing. You got the sauce, you got the butter chicken, people are going to come. <laughs> so people continually know your pops now. So he has a good run, I'm imagining. Correct. Yeah. He, you know, he worked hard. End of the day, what it came down to was um, we ended up, you know, he wanted the best for his kids. I have four siblings. We're four of us. And he wanted to make sure that instead of going to, you know, school there, we let's, let's move out to Suffolk County. Houses are affordable. School District 5, you know what I mean? This is like the best half hollows. You hear about it, you know what I mean? You tell people like, yo, I'm moving, you know, Long Island. Oh, that's far. Oh, yeah. Are you really, you thinking of moving there? Yo, there's, you know what I mean? And we st- we moved there. It's also a, s- a symbol of like, yo, you just got paper now. Yeah, you made it. I, yeah, I, I would say that, you know what I mean, to a certain extent. But it's not, right now, if you look at real estate, it's more popping in Brooklyn, Queens. Well, absolutely. Back then, it was just like, you're getting more for your money. You know, right. you, sure. you absolutely. looked at 15 houses in this in this particular area. And it's, you know, it's not the, it's, you're not getting your space with four kids Mom, dad, grandparents, and guests that Regal come over. Park wasn't cutting it. It wasn't cutting it, man. Yeah, we had an apartment. You know, I remember sleeping on the floor, guest over. My parents used to sleep on the floor when we had guest over. You know, so mom cooking in the kitchen. Kitchen, your, your yeah, good times like for onions. sure. Straight up, man. <laughs> Did you go to school? Proud with your, of it. Yeah, with your clothes smelling like. I took onions? the food with me, man. That <laughs> just smelling like you know what I mean. That's love. Took the food with me, and um, it was just back then, man. Uh, growing up, you know, you look back at it as we speak. It was just like a different value, different love. Everything was more meaningful, I feel like. You know, back, the smaller things. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It was more meaningful. And we were just learning. It was every day was day, new day. You know, me to school with my grandparents. Grandfather walked me to school. Then walked my sister, mom and dad out to work before we, you know, crack of dawn. They're out to work, you know? Is there anything happened like that happened in those stores that, like, your pops has stories on? Like, Oh, yeah, man. Like, like, like give, me, give me one of the most, like, illest stories of, like, what might have happened in in that time in a store yeah man uh you know we hear it all the time because my dad tries to bring his gangster up you know what i mean <laughs> uh-huh. he's mentioned a couple stories one being he used to back then people used to get robbed right and left right this is how it was easy i mean you could easy. be wearing a pair of sneakers and just yeah get, they, they knew they, they knew what in. time it was that area uh-huh. sneaker store owner he's got to walk to his car this is how it's gonna be, you know what I mean? Right. So I mean, they know the cash is in they, the pocket. They, they, in the po- okay, so at, at that time it was in the Nike sock. You know what I mean? That's where it was. So <laughs> That's where they would it. hide it. So one time he's actually guy comes up to him, you know, gun loaded. He goes, "Give me all your money." My dad's like, "I got no money." And he straight up says, "It's in your sock." 
Wow. Ooh. So, you know, dad forfeits. He's like, you know, he's thinking, first thing is I'm thinking, he's thinking about his kids, of course. his wife, you know what I mean? He goes, here you go. We, we got pa- to gotta pause that for a second and really understand this because my dad has very a very similar story. As does mine too. It's crazy. Um, Think about this for a minute. Like now everything's credit card driven and like like now robberies are so different, right? There's, it's more like internet crime and things like that. But when our parents were in the retail, my dad was in retail, Juicy's dad was in electronics. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, you could, every day going out to work in the places that our parents were working, immigrants, not the best at the English language, don't fit in compared to the place that they're sitting at. You were literally, they were literally risking their life every day for that check to make ends meet. So every day pops would go out at 8, 9 in the morning or whatever, come home at 10, 11 at night with a pocket full of cash because it was all cash back then, right? Correct. But leaving every single day and even sitting in the store before you lock up is like, yo, someone might come in and fucking kill us today and that was real absolutely getting guns pulled on you for your cash was real how many times has a gun been pulled on you nev i would like not to share that right now okay (laughs) point being like pops and them like our our parents it might have happened multiple times in their life yes in their face and and for your dad to say i don't have it on me at first instinct is kind of that that's definitely gangster he knew, you know what I mean? He knew that, I, he knew what was going on during that time. So he figured, okay, I don't have it. This guy's going to keep it moving, you know? Yeah. Right. But, I mean, you know, obviously he saw him maybe multiple days going, you know, he's not going to just, this guy could be, you know, a random guy or someone that's smart enough been watching his moves, you know? Right. But so ultimately figured, your dad forfeits and gives yeah, it up because his like, life yeah, is his way life more valuable. Valuable than the day sale. And I'm sure I mean? there's multiple stories like that. Yeah, multiple stories. Uh, my uncle comes from India. My dad's elder brother comes from India. He starts working at the shop for, this was uh, 98, he comes, and he's working at the shop, helping out at the shop. My dad was What's the name of the shop, by the way? At that time, it was called Foot Care Sneakers. I'm sorry? Foot Care Sneakers. Foot Care Sneakers. FCS. That's where it comes from. (laughs) Nah, really? For real, yeah. Like reinvented, sort of. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Dope. Yeah, okay, that's I did not know from. that. Yep, that's right. I would from. never shop at a place called Foot Care. Thank sneakers. you. <laughs> no. Like no, you wouldn't absolutely. even think that would be. Oh, cool. a sneaker shop, yeah. Right, Foot, like a massage spot or something, like <laughs> orthopedics. You know, <laughs> Foot Care, yeah, for oh sure. Like God. triple wide, <laughs> like <laughs> back, like now we talk about branding and your page got to be hot and like your sign has got to be hot and you know you got to look the part on 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 the gram like. They were they were caking before any of that. For sure, there was man. no such social thing. media was no such thing exactly. Even with you, when you were selling your CDs, imagine if you had that tool of social media with your mixtapes. It oh my to, god, it was, yeah. it been, I had AOL though. AOL, we had you AOL. were on it. You know, younger still got AOL. Still yeah, got yeah, AOL. Still got AOL. <laughs> I got my AOL account. Oh man. So, pops has all these probably hundreds of stories like that. Yep. At some point, you start working in the store. I'm imagining. Is that how it starts? No, it doesn't start like that. Um, I, you know, then we're in Dick Sales now, so I'm going to school there. How old are you? In, what are we I, talking? Ninety nine. 
No, no, no. Uh, we move. We move in two thousand and one there. Okay. So I'm like, you know, I'm going into the fourth grade. Okay. So you know, I'm just growing. He's not really. Um, he's doing his work thing. Mom's doing her home thing now. You know, we have a business running the shop. Pause for a second. Yes, so sir. now you're in fourth grade in Long Island. You move from Queens, a very diverse neighborhood where you probably see white, black, Asian, Latino all playing together, and then you come into Long Island, and I know that area is super white with a handful of. Asians and Indians too. At that time, not too many Asians yeah. and Indians. I was probably the first Indian. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, and Six you're an Indian with first. a turban. With a turban, correct. Tell me about that. Like, pause on sneakers for a minute. I want to know about that experience for you. Absolutely. So we move. It's the beginning of the year. You know, just started. They transition good. Like I would start the new school year there. Um, bus comes to my house. Like something new. You know, I got to walk <laughs> down the driveway. I got a driveway. Yeah. You know. Cheese, cheese yeah, bus pulls up. Cheese bus. <laughs> waiting at the driveway, make sure my backpack's new, you know, because that fresh culture is still embedded, you know? Of course, yeah. So get on the bus, and everybody's just like, looking, who's this kid? You know what I mean? I just keep my head down at the moment, you know, I just keep walking, keep walking towards the back, find my seat, you know what I mean? We go into school. I'm I'm sort of mingling now. I'm trying to, you know what I mean? But people are looking at me funny. They're Did you always to... talk like like this, with like the way you talk now, with that swagger? I would believe so, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was, so you always had the freshness. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to make friends, you know what I mean? I make a couple of friends, get denied a couple of times. Okay. You know what I mean? And the teachers were very, like going to a school district like that, teachers were very helpful. You know what I mean? Like, they would help you. I was not in no extraordinary class, the ESL or nothing. I do okay. English and everything. Right, right, right. They asked me, are you from a different country? And I said, I'm born <laughs> here. I'm good. <laughs> you know this, is, this is after, this is like. After 9-11, right? Oh, after wow. Correct. Okay. So third grade, fourth grade, yeah. So, um. Making friends wasn't the easiest, obviously, mm-hmm. right? So now, do they do they put you in the box of like, yo, you're you're a terrorist or you're any of that? No, or, none of that. Are I they feel cultured like, enough? To- I feel like you know, coming Long Island, their parents are more involved, and I feel like because you know, not everybody like in Queens, everybody was on the hustle, right? Yeah, parents. A New are York working. minute, really. Yeah. In Long Island, I felt like people were more family-oriented. They came from, they were knowledgeable, you know what I mean? Maybe financially they were more established, so they had time with their kids to understand that, you know, don't be hateful, don't be this. I just, when I look back at it, that's how I feel. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Parents spend more time with their kids. If you're financially more stable, you're working less, you're going to spend more time with your kids, I feel like, right? How was your day, Tommy? Tell me (laughs) me me all about about it. it. Yeah, This new kid, Nav, moved in. He's You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. So, um... I'm getting there. You know, I made a couple... I was into sports, so that helped a lot. You know what I mean? And then, obviously, having sneakers on at that time was cool. Mm-hmm. Telling people, oh, my dad owns a shop. You know what I mean? It's so instant credibility. It's, it's, yeah, it's instant credibility. So, it was good. So, But this is before, like, the sneaker, the way we see it now with the iBeast and yeah. the... Yo, like, everyone has access now. It was a little different then, right? Yeah, for sure. And we were younger, too, but it was cooler. Like, you know, you walked in with the red pair of sneakers. So you're wearing, gym. like, baggy clothes. Like, what brands are you rocking at that time? What are the brands? At that time, bro, my yeah. mom used to dress me. It was the fourth grade. Okay, <laughs> so you're not in the brands nah, here or not, nothing not, like that. Not as a, but you yeah. did have fly kicks. Yeah, had to. You know what I mean? Okay. Had to have And that. just because they were part of, like, it was part of your family inventory. Correct, yeah. Okay. Just, you know, I'll go to the shop occasionally, and I'll see what I... I wouldn't even pick what I like. I would just see what's hype. You know what I mean? Like, oh, everybody's buying that. Let me yeah. get that one. Put my parents. My dad on. would try to convince me to give me some Team Jordans or something. Like, Take these, beta. These are good. I like. Nah, I want this. This is what I want. Okay. So made some friends and uh, you know good conversation, but you know I had a couple down days. You know somebody would say something to me, 
And um, it would put me down a little, you know what I mean? But the beautiful thing was getting home to somebody like my grandfather or my grandmother, you know what I mean? And embedding religion, culture, and just, you know, knowing that you are the best. You know what I'm saying? You're the best you can be. And everybody's, you know, human. So it's don't say anything back, you know what I mean? Yes, I got in trouble once. Maybe I said something. And then my mom was like, okay, you could... My dad was like, okay, if somebody does something, say it back. But my grandparents always taught me just, you know, you could talk it out. He's probably going through something you don't know. You know what I mean? So try to talk so, to the so kids. So limit confrontation was a big thing from your, from your grandparents' side. And boost of self-confidence. Self-confidence. Now, so the next day... Are I they religious, go, your grandparents? Correct. Okay. Very religious. So. Yeah, they actually opened... A, they were the ones that established Plainview Gurdwara. Explain uh, to Plainview. explain to people what a gurdwara is. Gurdwara maybe so. is a, a temple for Sikhs that you know uh, a holy where the uh, holy book is and everybody goes. Gurdwara serve food twenty four hours a day. No matter food. who you are, don't matter who you are, as long as your head is covered and give respect, um, you could come have meals. You know, there's gurdwaras all over the world. You could name the country, the city. There is a gurdwara. There are Sikhs there. An island, there's, you know, it's all of Sikhs are all over, so it's a beautiful thing. So that's that's super. It seems like it's super embedded in you, and uh, it keeps you really grounded, from what I see, and from when I've met you, and maybe that's possibly why you're you're as giving as you are. A big part, correct. You know, um, learning the values of men. All everything else is like I would consider it bullshit. If you're not a good human being. Everything else is bullshit. You know what I mean? Just make sure that you are the best you are, and that's what you come out as. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what it, it comes share, down I, to that. I share that sentiment with him too. A hundred percent. Are you? So do you believe like that? That goodness or that that vibe that you possess and that you kind of carry out kind of returns the same energy to you? Correct. I definitely do. I definitely do feel that what you put out is what you get back in for sure. And if it's if and I do feel another way about somebody. Or I don't get that vibe from them. You know, it's nothing to keep it moving. You know, there's enough people out there that are going to think positive and bring that energy around you, you know? Right. So, you don't so you, waste you've always time. had that energy, even though if people came at you, you know, based on the way you look, your skin color, religion, the way you talk, where you're from, you try to just keep it moving. Yeah, and I wouldn't say always, but as I get older, I get wiser. You know, you go through certain situations, you get better. Yeah. I definitely do believe that, that... No, I, I wouldn't say always because there is a time that I would feel like I have picked on somebody. You know what I mean? I, I can't ever that. see you picking on somebody. Yeah, I mean, as younger, you know, like I, I definitely felt like that I could be that kid. You know what I mean? That has or but then, you know, you come to think of it like it kind of haunts you. But, yeah. but home, future like, Nav, thinking, like like sitting here today, future Nav, would future Nav ever be that guy? Never, man. I never I would never want to hurt nobody's feelings. That's like. The biggest sin, you know yeah. what I mean? Hurting somebody's feelings, I would never. Well said, man. That's pretty. That's pretty good for a young guy, right? Like, like for a twenty-five-year-old guy in the game to to kind of have that that mindset is is we don't. I don't see that from everybody um, in your generation. You know, I see I see a lot of dopeness out of your generation, but to see that, that's like that's old man with kids talking in some sort of way, and I, I'm assuming that all comes. From grandparents and, yeah. and raising you right. Being a, around, old, you know, a lot of older people that I looked up to, mentors, right. it, it, you know, they embed that in you. Like, stay with the positive, you know what I mean? Keep your some. You know, we I went to dinner the other day and I was like, yo, how, the guy's like, how's work? Who's the guy? My cousin. Okay. He's like, how's work going? I said, great. Like your real cousin? My real cousin. Like yeah. Daisy's always say. Nah, nah my real cousin. cousin. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Daisy's do do that, definitely. Yeah, everyone's a cousin. Everybody is a cousin, yeah. Okay. 
So he goes, how's work going? And I said, great. And then he's like, um, at, you know, we get into the conversation and I was just like, yo, I'm happy. And, he, you know, we felt the same way. He's a little older than me as well. We felt the same way. He's like, yo, we're he- healthy. His son is happy. It's his first birthday tomorrow. Let's have a drink for that. You know what I mean? Because we're here now. We're enjoying the moment now, right? Right. So it was like we, we kind of, you know, every time you bump into somebody, like work and how's this going, how's that, it's relevant, but you want to just enjoy the moment when you're with that person. I feel like that's very important. I'm enjoying so, this moment. and. Absolutely. In this moment, I need to pause so I could actually get a drink of some water. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Mega from Holy Chic by Mega, and I am listening to the Butter Chicken Podcast with DJ Sherrod and DJ Juicy. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Jazz Dami. You listen to Butter Chicken Podcast with DJ Sherrod and DJ Juicy. Hey, this is Heems. Shout out DJ Shiraz, shout out DJ Juicy. This is the Butter Chicken Podcast. Yo, this is Rackstar. You can catch me on the Butter Chicken Podcast with DJ Shiraz and DJ Juicy, and it gets super spicy. What up? It's your boy Shiraz, Sneaker Room All Day. I'm here on the Butter Chicken Podcast. This is one of the craziest podcasts I've ever done. Listen to me, if you don't know what Butter Chicken is, you better Google that shit. If you don't know who my man DJ Sherrod is, you better Google that dude. If you don't know who my man DJ Juicy is, a.k.a. the Punjabi Fat Man Scoop, you better Google him. We here, man. Butter Chicken Podcast all day. Yo, can I get some Butter Chicken? Butter Chicken? Butter Chicken? And we're back here with Nav, catching up, understanding his story a little bit more. Nav, you kind of shared your experiences of your youth. Tell us a little bit more now how you transitioned... Um, in back into the sneaker world and and you know how that's playing a part in your life today. Absolutely. So um, starting ninth grade, um, I worked for a sneaker store, and it was approximately five minutes away from my house. Does your dad still own the store at this point? At this point, he does. Okay, so your dad owning a store in Brooklyn. Yep. You decide not to go work with your dad and go work for somebody else. Yeah, to get that experience, it's it's a little different, you know, walking into your shop, knowing you're the owner, you're not going to feel comfortable, you know, picking up boxes, you know, that all plays a part, I feel like. And it was a little distant for me, too, okay. you know, going from Suffolk County to Brooklyn, train, at that time I'm not driving, you know, I'm in the ninth grade. What store is this that you work at? It's called the Athlete Shop. It's still there today on Deer Park Avenue. Okay. Paulie. Correct. Okay. He at that time he had three stores, so I my cousin that we spoke about earlier that me and him were drinking and met up the other day he was moving to Alabama, and he said Nav um, if you want to work part time after school it's a good you know you could learn your dad owns a store maybe one day you'll get in the business right. so that's on Deer Park Avenue like that that place is is a popping road but Absolutely. it's a popping road in in that town of where you're at so now you become the plug again like. To people. Absolutely. That's why I made it out of high school, man. Made sure all my teachers got sneakers and everybody was <laughs> to get taken care of. Is how, that right? How about your friends? Your friends come so, too? So you're working in ninth grade in, what year is this? Uh, at that time, 2008. So it's, what's hot at that point? What, what what shoes are like people going crazy for? Is it is it hitting at that point? Like that time, yeah, Air Forces, man. You know, Nelly had just dropped the track and... That whole Air Force wave was, it don't was matter it. what color it was, it don't matter if it had 10 colors, if it was a toddler's, gray scoop, women's colors were going crazy, dudes were wearing women's colors, you know what I mean? Did, did you reference them as Uptowns or Air Force Ones? 
I was Air Force One. I read it right off the box. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, the culture was there. Oh, let me get a fresh pair of ups. If somebody called it ups, I would, yes, let me get Say, your pair okay. of ups. What, yeah. about you? what about you, Shroud? Uptowns or Air Force Ones? Uptowns. Uptowns. Yeah, everyone. I mean, I'm from that. I'm a little older, so it was always like Uptowns. Like, that's what you just called them. Yeah. Like, like I, 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 knew, friends... I knew there were Uptowns before Air Force Ones. Okay. Yeah. And th- that Uptowns would be considered what? Mid top or low top? Yeah. Even low top would be considered Uptowns. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I just refer to him as the Air Force. So your friends must have been hitting you like crazy too. Right? Yeah, man. I became... So do you get more friends in high school because you're yeah, a, a I plug? was the man in high school. So man. All, all are all it's it's crazy, right? So you go there from like being a fourth grader and not knowing anyone on the bus to like now probably knowing everyone in the area and just becoming the plug, and people just know you and because you could get them some shit. Yeah, correct. Because I was managing that whole situation there. So, Did you find people would befriend you because you were the plug? Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that, but I'm making my profit off of them, so I kept it like that too if that's how I felt. You know what I mean? Okay. So if I felt like, okay, they needed this. or, But, you know, it came down to I had the product. If you wanted it and you're willing to pay, come see me here. I work here. I'll give you a discount maybe on the hat or the shirt, you know, the add-ons. It was just how yeah. I believed to learn the business. That's my man, Nev, yo. And that's 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 <laughs> who taught you that. Did Dad teach you that, or was that coming from? Did you learn new tactics from from your bosses at at the athlete shop? I w- it was more along the my my boss at athlete shop was very old fashioned. Like um, it was like it was different. It was not about rotation. I guess you know his he had a Nike account from day one, so the rotation to him was like I'll sell that sneaker when I want because it cost me. Talk, Pennies talk, to the dollar. Talk yeah. to me about a Nike account because so many people that we know don't know the difference between if a shop has an account versus a shop not having an account. At that time, what does having a Nike account mean versus not having a Nike account? You know the uh, the money bag emoji? Yeah. <laughs> That's what that means if you had a Nike account. Then. Then. Yeah. Is, that, is that still the case now? Not now because the times have changed, you know what I mean? Nike just going, you know, direct to consumer, that is their goal. So they're cutting product in today's date. Right. Today's date is a different game. But back then, if you had a, and this is 08, 09, which yeah. is not that long ago. Yeah. If you had a Nike account as a retailer, you were pretty much doubling. If a shoe was $100, you were paying like, what, 50? 53, yeah, 53. So it was almost months. like 100% profit margin. And then back then, sneakers sold for over-suggested retail. Now, were there any like stores locally close by to you that were also getting allocation, or was that the popping spot on Deer Park? Yeah, now? we made, you know, when that new vibe generation came in with me, and then I had uh, also recruited one of my friends that played for the basketball team to come part-time with me. Mm-hmm. Just strategically, I was able to, you know, So now you're, you're HR. You're marketing, your sales, and your HR. At that time, that's what I was doing, not knowing I was doing yeah, that yeah. technically. Right. I was uh, cornering the market. So people would say, oh, this person has this. I'd be like, all right, I'll beat that. Just come here. Because once you're in the door, right. we could make it happen. You know, But, you're, but you're, you guys were still back then, comp- were you competing with the Foot Lockers of the world? Or was there a clear definitive difference between like the independent retailers versus the the big chain stores? Yeah, so back then Nike went through this little bit of bullshit too, saying we're going to give this kind of product to these stores and this kind of product to these stores. So were you guys boutique getting the better stuff or were you getting the, the wax stuff? I would say, yeah, it, it was a mixture. You know, you'll get some hot stuff mixed in with the bad stuff. But, I mean, back then, everything was hot, technically. 
so everything, everything would, would sell, sell out no matter all no the matter. time all the time it would sell out cuz it was just and plus being in long island everything's so far apart the closest mall is 5 miles right. 10 miles away that people are just fed up like let me just go to the sneaker store and see what they have right. so They'll you definitely find you something. at this time you you're into sneakers you're into wearing dope shit. You're selling dope shit. Your dad has a store in Brooklyn. Like, you were essentially born into this lifestyle. I would say that, yeah. And man. you never left it. Never. When do you decide that, well, what happens with your dad? Because I know FCS eventually opens up, which is your store. Correct. How do you get there? How does that happen? So, How do you transition from being a high school kid to eventually owning one of the dopest stores in Queens? I took so those four or five years that I worked for that Uncle Polly learned a lot. You know what I mean? Yes, he did it on a account based business, mm-hmm. but I was able to understand that okay, this guy's not rotating his product fast enough. It's yellowing, it's damaging. End of the day, it's product. Mm-hmm. So I took that, you know, the uh, the pros and cons from his business, and you know, started trying to tell my dad about it in his business. So what your dad probe and ask you questions too about how the operation was running over there as well? Yeah, he we would, would. He wouldn't ask like much in detail, yeah. to be honest. But I would. I would try to bring it up to him, like, "Yo, you should start doing this." So, what's so crazy to me is, is that like this industry of retail in New York, we look at it like outsiders, and I was an outsider of it at one point, and I look at it as like this mega thing where like owners are untouchable and you really like it's so big and like but really when you think about it this world is very similar to like our dj business where everybody knows everybody and everyone can actually fuck with each other and do business together in some way shape or form is i agree right so like pairs that wouldn't sell in the place you worked could go out at 10 over cost or whatever and go to Brooklyn or wherever and maybe be super hot over there and sell out immediately. I sell out immediately, yep. So is that what was happening at that time? That was, yeah. It was getting there. There was a couple of boutiques that, you know, wouldn't sell out of product and, you know, population density being a big thing. There's so many more people in Brooklyn than compared to Suffolk County at that time. Right. So f- stuff will flow faster there right. for sure. Plus styles are somewhat different depending on what yeah, part of New York you're Yeah, for sure. People right? dress up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Definitely. So when when does your dad say now like we're gonna open FCS in Rockaway? That's the first store. That's no, the first. So FCS? my dad had Foot Care sneakers on Fulton Street. Right. He was there for approximately fifteen years, and then in two thousand eleven, uh, going back to the subleasing situation, mm-hmm. they were moving that building out, and the gap was the plan was the gap would come in the the three stores. Okay. And take over. So, so that that's like the move of gentrification in Brooklyn. Yes, sir. That is that. Name. Starts with the gap. Starts with the <laughs> and, gap. And, and at that time, a lot of those retailers that have, were there uh, that were sort of embedded into the community, specifically in sneakers, were on their way out. On their way out, yeah. It was uh, unfortunate. You know what I mean? But everything happens for a reason. You was know, the internet affecting your guys' sales yet? Not at that time. And, so no, 2011, no. 2012, it wasn't. You weren't... It wasn't to that level where e-commerce was, uh, you would say, a competition. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it was that store was closing down. Here you go. You know, you got 15 days. Pack up your stuff and figure out what you want to do. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Because it was a month-to-month thing? Is... A month-to-month thing. Uh, it, was a, it was just what it is. It's when people to that level come in and want this property, right. it's, it's, it's goodbye. You know, like, yeah. it's, right. if Pack you don't know go. about it... 
it's better. You know what I mean? It's simple as that. This is what I want, and this is what I want it. Wow. I don't care who lives here, whose houses are being run through this. This is what we want. You guys got X amount of days, and you out. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, money talks over there, right? So Absolutely. Everywhere. Where does money not of course. talk? So 15 days, you're in a scramble now. And the scramble. And I remember this like it was yesterday. Um, my my dad's nephew comes with a truck. You're 19, 18 at this time. Yeah, I'm You're graduated high school. I just graduated high school. Okay, yeah. so you man up fast. Yeah, we moved this stuff and we put it on, uh, my cousin owned a Metro PCS on Myrtle Avenue. Okay. So in the basement, there was uh, a truck full of sneakers because it couldn't fit in my house. It couldn't. How it, many pairs are we talking? You got to be talking at least... Eight to ten thousand pairs. Wow. Ten thousand pairs of sneakers, <laughs> at an average of what, a hundred dollars? I would I would say like seventy dollars. Okay, seventy dollars. So what's the math on that? Seven. Almost a million in inventory. Oh, a million in inventory. Wow, almost and a million. Three quarters of a million inventory out of a store in a truck. Into Is the my basement. math right? Can someone do a math check for me? Good. I used to be so good at math, like uh, on my uh, on point. off the dome, and then it's just I'm not like that anymore. I we need s- to calculate. We said ten thousand pairs. I'd say seventy dollars. That's seven hundred grand. Yeah, that's ha- three quarters yeah. of a million. Yeah. Million, correct. So is that insured? That was not insured. <laughs> None of that's insured, <laughs> right? That insured, so yeah. if the shit just burnt, like it's gone. Yeah, and that's man. another thing in this business, right? Like being an independent store and are very different than like if Foot Locker burns down, they're covered. Correct. If dad's stuff gets robbed, burnt, whatever, it's it's, it's a wrap. Correct. Okay. So store closes down, merchandise is there, day to day income, nothing's there. Mm. You know because I mean? you don't have a spot. We don't have a spot. We don't. Um, you know, it was just he. He kind of being somewhere for eighteen, twenty years, thinking you're untouchable, comfortable, and happens in fifteen days. You got to leave. He kind of hits a wall and goes into a semi depression. Okay. He gets a little sick, drops weight. Um, really not talking much. You know what I mean? He doesn't know what the next move is. Is your dad? Does your dad have an education? A dad, uh, he's somewhat. He's he's educated. Correct. He is. He does have a to the standards here. Not really. Okay. But you would say he had his uh, undergrad in okay, India. So he was he supposed to become years. a doctor. Okay. Oh wow. He was like the smartest in his family. He was like the next one up. So coming to this country. So your mom wasn't working anymore. Mom was a house mom. Yet. Okay. With the with the four kids, she's she's housewife. Running yep. the house, running the kids. Your dad hits this wall. Correct. 2011, you know what, what I mean? What, was, what does that feel like for you at the time, like being 18, fresh out of high school? Thinking dad's th- a superhero. And and revenue is done. Like there's done. no money. Not a dollar coming in, correct. You have a house. You have a mortgage. Yeah, sister's in college, you know what I mean? And it, it was, another sister's uh, coming old. She's becoming older. Brother's getting older wants needs you know what yeah. i mean there's more needs and is that a rough time or one of the roughest uh, i would say that's when i manned up yeah for sure was that as you would recall it from what you told me till this point in 2011 2012 is that the absolute roughest and hardest moment in the career of your pops and your family business i wouldn't say my pops because i'm pretty sure he's seen so much before right right you know what i mean but this at this moment, yeah, he has four kids, grandparents at the house, mom. I would definitely say this is the biggest downfall for him, no doubt. And, especially, and, especially, right, because they're used to a certain lifestyle. And, and now everything just pauses. Snaps, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, what is the next move? You, yes, you go open up a store, but from scratch, 
you need that capital too, right? Of course. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have merchandise. Longer it sits there, it does, you know, it doesn't have that much value. It's yeah, just it's got a shelf and, life. And all those clients, those people that were his regulars are automatically now Gone. finding yeah. another connect. And you're not finding another location around that area because... The whole area's... Changed. Mm. Got it. So one year, uh, pretty much we're just... Kind of what we started to do was my dad, a couple of friends helped out. Or you got some inventory. When I say help out, obviously it's for their benefit as well. Of you know? course. Guys are like, okay, you know, we'll take some stuff for cost. Can we take a left turn one second? Sure. You said your dad's friends would help him, but it was also for their benefit. Correct. How do you view that? So if I have a product, let's say, right, or somebody has a product and they know the true value of it, that what they'll get for it. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing we're in a vulnerable situation. Mm-hmm. They're obviously going to lowball you. Okay. It's just what it is. You know, a businessman. And it's not no cheap shot. It, it is what it is. They're going to. So you have, you have this, the these Air Force Ones that could retail at yeah. 70, yeah. 90. And, you know, my dad didn't have the Nike account. So, yes, we had to pay that 15, 20% over, over the company. Right. So, but they're saying, okay, I have a Nike account or I have a guy that has a Nike account and gives it to me for 5%. Maybe my dad paid 20%, you know. But at that time, for so, us, so it was give, more meaningful. Give me a number like the shoe's supposed to sell at 90. He probably paid, what, 50? Uh, if a shoe's supposed to sell at 90, my probably, pops probably paid like 53. Right. 54. And now his friends who know he's in this jam are coming to him and he's tight. He's tight financially. He needs money. Uh, to run a household there, you know, it's not. No money, no nothing. Right? For sure. 401k dad plan dad has or no? Nah, man. None of that. Life insurance? Now. Now. <laughs> yeah. So there was no one to tell him about a 401k. Social security is probably non-existent because we know how that goes yeah. in, in I mean, that's retail. not paying those bills right. current, at the right, moment. Right, you know right, right. I mean? But nothing is set. And there's probably still a mortgage on the house. Oh, a mortgage, day-to-day bills. Living College, this, cars, that. Cars, gro- insurances. Everything. You know? And mom's not working, so and mom's and right. everyone else is too young to really like hold it down. Correct. So pops is in a vulnerable place. Very vulnerable. So so, so what are these friends telling him, like paying him on that chewy paid fifty three for? We were lucky to get like forty seven. Wow. But he but he needs it. Yeah, we needed it. When and we he, just you're put, sitting. We already on... fell behind. You know, what I mean, it was not like one, two, three. Let's move this stuff. We're thinking, okay, dad's gonna get out this jam. Uh, he's gonna be fine in three, four months. He's gonna man up. He's gonna feel better. We're gonna open up another store. X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Thoughts, ideas are coming out. My mom has some input. Obviously, in the Indian community, some other uncle has input. You guys should do this. <laughs> do the, you know what I mean? So all, the all these experience. ideas yeah. are flowing. You know, you don't know what's going on, but you know, you can't not know what my dad was going through at that moment. You know what I mean? It was. But you very, know, because now I'm assuming you guys are tight at this point, like buddies. We were tight, but at that moment, when that happened, he kind of wanted, he was in his own world, I would say. You know what I mean? He didn't really want to speak about him. I guess he was just at a stage where he's not really, he wasn't like, okay, let me recoup and let's, he doesn't know what to do at this moment. You know what I mean? does he look at you as not Nav that we see now, but as Nav, just a high school kid or the kid that just just graduated, that doesn't know how to play the game Who worked for a sneaker store for four years. So you don't really know what he's, he thinks you don't know what he's going through. Going through, correct. And you probably don't know the depth the way you know it now. But I have an idea, you know, because when you you start getting those papers and bills and then you walk in the dining room and then you see your mom crying and it's like, yo, what is she crying about? Then you read this notice like, oh, you got X, Y, Z to pay this mortgage or 
And that's when it was like, okay, I'm out of high school. I'm going to college. I'm going to NASA, two-year program, and I'm learning business. I'm going for business to essentially become a better businessman so a situation like this doesn't happen. Thinking like Grow. your family business in mind while while doing this, pursuing Co- this business? Exactly. Okay. Not going too far. You know, I'm okay. still still working for Poli. I'm around home. I'm going to school. And then help out my dad as what well. Do you, what you know? are you getting paid like working hourly or like a week like working in retail? For Poli? Yeah, any, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like, what, love, what are you bringing <laughs> home? Three, four, five hundred, seven hundred? Yeah, like f- realistically I was getting like four hundred a week, bro. But yeah, I we all know that story. Oh my god! I right, would, but, like, but that's what the game pays. At that, yeah, that's I would what say it that, pays, yeah. right? Like you getting ten, twelve an hour. At uh, yeah, at that time, eight and eight nine right. was good. You know, and what that's mean? not enough. To, but that's for a salesman. You know, what right. I knew my worth quick. When I started doing new era hats, and I seen the account of our business triple, and I'm like, you know, I'm still getting paid nine. But I was like, oh, he's my uncle. It's fine. He's gonna do the right thing by me one day. Right. Okay. When I need to come to him, when I open my shop. X Y Z. He's gonna do the right thing. Now he knows you have the intent of opening your own shop, or uh, no? N- not at the moment, because when okay. my dad's shop goes down, he's like, "What are you gonna do? Are you gonna work for me?" And I'm like, "I don't know myself. I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. I just want to do what my dad wants to do more than anything. Just make sure he's happy. You know what I right, mean? Right. Okay. So we try to figure that out. A year goes by. You know what I mean? The inventory gets liquidated. Majority of it so gets that, liquidated that under eight, cost. That eight ten thousand pairs is now down to fifteen hundred pairs. Wow. wow! So you so you cash so on that seven hundred thousand of retail inventory based on what you told me. I'm assuming you recouped less than half. Yeah, less than half for sure. Like maybe two two hundred thousand in that time. In that time, and yeah. that's and and gone end of the day, some of that inventory was. Took on credit, you know right. what I mean? So going into a little bit more debt, you know, you accrued interest. Yeah. You owed most that. That inventory, 700 was not paid for, you know what I mean? Right. It was owed interest, and people are not taking inventory back once. Okay, yeah. okay, that's, so you know, you're that's your So you're scrambling. Oh, yeah, man. It, it was definitely that time, you know what I mean? It was like, I got to figure out what now I've got to do. So okay. I go to my uncle and say, hey, look. I'm Which gonna uncle, Polly? Polly. Like, I want to help you grow your, like, you went from one store to three stores. And I think I could, I grew the business. I'm doing your new, new era hats and I'm learning the business. And we upscaled it like four times. We grew. And I think, you know, if we could work together, I think we could take it to the next level. Um, he didn't really find it interesting, okay. which is fine. You know, he's he's been doing it so long. Who's not? Yeah. Yeah. You made my yeah. business better, but. I'm, this is for longevity. My process is working it. for me. Why am I listening? Yeah, so so you seeing. give him the idea of maybe potentially partnering, man- up, yeah, and, partnering up or, or getting more paper or get, yeah, having more may- of a... Because you know, he had the links with Nike. So it's like, mm. okay, we'll open like a concept. You know, I'm thinking my generation is thinking a concept store, something cool, experience, what's in, you know, 2010, in 11, Long Island. In, in Long Island, something that's totally out the blue, you know, something different. Okay. Uh, and he, the store is going to cost money. I said, I'm willing to, you know, whatever it is, we'll figure it out. I would owe you initially. And then it was, it was, it wasn't fine by him. You know, he was like, yo, I don't really. Right. He he had his ways and that was that. Yeah. And I respect it. You know right. what I mean? It was, and I was like, okay. So you're, you, you're not, you don't have a sour taste in your mouth at this point. Nah, I was, I was by him like three days ago. Okay. No, I no, mean not at this point, but at that very moment. Oh you, no, of course. You as a kid, do you say. What the fuck? Like I gave this guy everything years, and he can't even give me a look when I have an idea. Does that cross your mind? Uh, 
it did cross my mind, but uh-huh. I think it kind of mentally made me better that, okay, do it by yourself. You know, you know what you have to do. Just take this step. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the only way you're going to learn. You know what I mean? So I said, okay, 2012 of June, uh, there was this, t- right next to my cousin used to own a kitchen cabinet spot. He's still there to this day. His dad goes. Where? What by town? Far Rockaway, Five okay. Towns area. Okay. It's 2012, and he's like, um... I think a sneaker store do well here. We're leaving this store, moving down the block to a bigger store. Mm-hmm. I think you should take a look at it. I go to the spot, and there's a Tax Liberty there. And I walk into the spot, and there's a guy sitting. Liberty Tax. Liberty Tax. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're in every hood. They're in every hood, correct. <laughs> there's a guy sitting. I still remember his name. He's a customer of mine to this day. His name is Devin. I go in. I was like, yo, I know this spot's going up soon. I'm thinking of opening a sneaker store here. He's like, he gets excited. He hypes <laughs> me up crazy. He's like, bro, you got the right product. The hood is right here. They're going to support. <laughs> Everybody's my boy. You know, you're going to get love. Just make sure you got the product, right? Yeah. Because the product is there. People are going to walk in. They're going to want. It, and it then sounds like the drug business. It, nothing, I, I would say it's comparable. I would say that. Why <laughs> okay. not? It definitely is. You know okay. what I mean? So you got it. It's going to sell. So I was like, okay, let me not having that thought in my mind that I need a plug. I got to find out I'm going to get it. And the, the, inv- the, business, the inventory from Pops is... It's old. St- it's now it's, it's outdated. It's not relevant. Yeah, it's not relevant. So that's just going to be extra, whatever it's you have just left. The, that's what I'm starting with regardless because I have no money have. to... That's yeah. what I have. You know, my hands okay, are Okay, so up. you're going into a store in the hood where everything has to be fresh. My recollection is there's a Jimmy Jazz right there. Right across the street. A big account at that time. Too. Monster. And you're going and opening up this little shop. Correct. How That's many square feet is that? Total of 2,800 square feet. And retail space is how much? Probably 1,500. And you're now taking on this rent? Correct. You have pretty much shit for Insur- product. Yeah, no, yep. But and you- dad is still in depression. Yeah, dad is... Uh, at that moment, dad is in depression, like thinking about just moving back to India and then... But were you setting yourself up like with accounts and like keeping those relationships and I was trying to, but uh in, in that time period there was so much else going on right. that you know the business wasn't my on my mind like, hey, I'm gonna do this. You know, it was a it was a possibility that I do do this. Yeah. But I was like, I could work with this uncle that's doing cell phones and doing this, you know, I could potentially just learn another gig. Right. So I was just thinking, okay. And then the store pops up, and I think, okay, let's take this over, and let's try. You know what I mean? That's what we could do. I know this is all I know because I've been doing this in 16. My dad could be a part of it, and once it starts picking up, you know, he'll feel better. Okay. He'll feel so better. So you feel like by you doing this move, it will pull your dad back to sort of... That's a, what I'm praying for, yeah. A place of exactly. happiness and... Hopefully it'll pick up. You know what I mean? Any the word entrepreneur means risk taker, right? So I'm taking a risk, and if it does pick up, then I I was thinking even if when it's slow, I won't have my dad there. Now just there's, come there's home so like many there. people that say, I've and so many people that I know that collect shoes or wear shoes or are into shoes that say, "Yo, I wish I had a shop." What do you say to those people? If that's what you want, you go do it. But it's just remember day to day, it's not easy. That's the main thing. Is collecting sneakers and wearing sneakers substantially different than owning a sneaker shop? Absolutely, for sure. Is it always going to be up? Is it always going to be Is it always going to be ups or is there a lot of downs in in overall in retail? 
Oh, always downs, man. Going back to the internet now, that's the biggest competition, you know. That's how you're going to, these apps and these internet game and more competitors and Nike. End of the day, you're selling Nike, Jordan, Adidas, Asics apparel, then they want to sell it direct to the consumer too. Yeah, how do you compete you're with You're just that? a middleman, you yeah. know, a small middleman. That they a small bug that they really don't care about. End of the day. But t- tell us about like the build of FCS because you've been on a pretty good run for some time, and I've talked to you about times that have been really good for you, and then times that have been not so good for you. So, kind of touch on that. You open this store. Open the store with and, some old inventory, and it's with the intent to help your dad get out, but also to just create something for your family. Stabilize, yeah, exactly. Okay. So take his old inventory, move it in. I promise you to this day, if you go to the stock room and even the slat walls, all that was done with our hands. You know, me, my one of my dad's managers, and uh, my cousin. You know, what I mean, from building the stock room, measuring, cutting wood, A to Z. Okay, we did that. So it's we not like you had like a construction crew nah, yeah, and a budget so. and all that. You that. just yeah, just put hours it together and yourself. we got time. We put it together. We bring his inventory in. We mark it down so we could rotate it to bring in new product. Okay. Uh, first two three weeks, it was hard. You know, people see all inventory. First impression is last impression. How do you get the name FCS? I know it was Foot Care, Foot Care but so you I, flip it. Tell us about that. So we took Foot Care sneakers, uh-huh. and um, like I said, we were rebranding. We I ran that location under Foot Care for a year because we already had the corporation set up, and I didn't want to spend that money to start something new. Realized that I need to switch it, so I did a DBA. Okay. Switched it to FCS sneakers. What's a DBA for those that don't know? Uh, you just operating under a different name, your business under a different name. Doing business as. Doing business as, correct. Right. So you just flip. So it's the same yeah, tax ID care, number. Takes act, same everything, you know, credit line, credit cards. I would have you, to start that know, from scratch. The, the reason why I want to kind of dive into that is because our our one of our goals with this podcast and what we're really doing is talking to people from all spectrums. We're business people, so we could throw terms around like that and we could talk about accounts and wholesale versus retail and all that, but there's actually people that don't know what these terms are. So part of what we're doing with Butter Chicken is every episode we're going to give people an education in a topic they might know or might not know about. So in the case of you, you're how old at that time, Nev? At that time, I'm 2012. 20, yeah. You're how old? 20, 20 years You're old. 20 years old undertaking a retail operation where most 20-year-olds are basically at that time on Facebook hanging out. Worried about where, what party they're going to next. Or worried about what they're going to cop sneaker-wise, <laughs> yeah. right? And you're sitting here saying, I want to, I need to be the plug. But not because I want to be the plug to be the cool guy. Because at this point, it seems like this is your option. Like, it's the best option possible. Yep. Or you're going to work for $10 an hour for somebody else. Exactly. So I was just like, we open up and we don't get no bites. Like, you know, people are coming in. <clears throat> Who's your consumer at this point? People around the area. You know, you have Hewlett there. You got uh, Far Rockaway. Hewlett's Rosedale. like super Jewish. And white. Yeah, but, you know, the runners and, you know, if you have some runners, people always need that. You know what I mean? They're, okay. So and it's get, close to home, you know, so we got people buying some Air Maxes. Okay. Because we have- You still have that type of clientele? Correct. To this day. Even we now. We expanded that clientele. I almost now. feel like that particular type of clientele is like, let me just buy online real quick. 
Yeah, but if you have something in the neighborhood, people will come and support. You know what I mean? And going towards something being positive, like how we do give back, and people see us involved in school, so they will they do come out. You know, for you sure. Got it. So you got that consumer. I got that consumer. I to get the hype consumer, not to bring people in and attract. The social media just started to pop. I bring my collection to the store. Display my collection. What's your collection look like? Give me like t- ten pieces that you that make you look ill in 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 Far Rock. In, th- th- at that time, the Galaxy Foams had just came out. I was able to get a pair off of Favor. I put that the Big Bang LeBrons. Bought some older Jordans out. You know, some originals, some fours with the Nike Air. A lot of people haven't seen those in a in ages some great fives those are coming out again by the way yep they are coming out again i'm excited and there's going to be half a million pairs probably maybe <laughs> a million, a million so you you put your personal collection up do you, you put it up for like on consignment to sell yeah to sell just like so now you're getting rid of bread. gems like I, there, you know grails. there's no other there's no it's this is what it came down to so getting rid are of are you grails. are you attached to, now at that point to those sneakers are you like yo like i know what me like there's certain sneakers that I know if I go bankrupt, I'm not getting rid of those sneakers. What what are those sneakers, Sherrod? Me? Yeah. Definitely my frags. Okay. 1,000%. That's your all-time favorite? No, but, I mean, that's, like, fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I might sell, like, like some of my DJ equipment before I'd sell my frags. Wow, that's bold. But I got a lot of DJ equipment, too. Um, Assets. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. I got, like, I don't know, like. I think these to me are very important. I wore these today because Napa was coming. Tell the people what you're wearing. I'm wearing, um, these are my yellow fours. These are the lightning fours. Um, And these are from 2006. So they're 12. These are 12 years old. Like if you really like look at them there. They're cracking. I've seen pairs. Those are in really good condition. I yeah, mean, they you are. also have 100 pairs in rotation, but. <laughs> I have a few hundred pairs in rotation. <laughs> But my my red, you know, my black and red red ones, I wear almost all the time, and then I'll f- add in some some joints yeah, whenever yeah, I feel yeah. like. Like if like I honestly do the whole like let me fuck around and flex a little bit. <laughs> so if Nav is coming and I'm not wearing my red ones, and then me and Juicy are always like talking about you know what we're wearing and who's every day. Like yesterday we both wore red ones. Today we both wore NMDs to work. It's crazy. Like. And then today I called him. I said, Nav is coming. You know what? You know, <laughs> come correct. And and he said, What are you wearing? I said, I'm not telling you. Like, nah, as soon as I walked in, I saw him through the door and I was like, Yeah, bro. <laughs> I remember you, I had those. <laughs> you got to do that. But these are special to me because these, like, I have a really, really close relationship with Clark Kent. And Clark actually gave me these on um, on a crazy trade. I gave Clark Kent a pair of Juicy's <laughs> dead stock royal blue ones before they dropped. And before anyone knew they were going to redrop, I had a pair of his, like, what were those, 2012s or 2013s? 13s, yeah. And, you know, those were going for, like, guap on the resale. So I had a pair of those dead stock. Clark was, I was at Clark's house. I happened to open my trunk. He happened to see them. And he's like, ooh, what's that? I'm like, that's the the royal. That's not for you. Don't worry. And he's like, let me get those. I'm like, what you gonna give up for them? And, and I, it, you know, I kind of planted them there, and then he ended up giving me these. So these are very special to me. You know what's crazy? I bought my pair of lightning fours at Sherrod's Expo. Really? Get the fuck out of here! I promise you. How wow. much you paid? Five fifty steel. 
Yes. Yeah, so for you, you being in the game for so long, you would still pay over box for certain sneakers man you got to there's like no way around it sometimes so it's if you really want it i would try to go for a trade personally before i pay over box i just that's yeah. as of late that's been yeah, my the guy favorite. wasn't having it on the table no, he, he, he wanted his bread who, yeah. who, who'd you buy him from um i can't remember the name but it was a bunch of asian kids they had like five tables at the expo they didn't they had straight heat straight flexing at these shows you know what i mean and he had one pair and half. I know to be those kids side. on the right side. On the right side, correct. Yeah, those kids are they get they get like satin ones, like ten pairs, like every Yeezy, every, anything that comes out in limited quantity, they've got multiple pairs, mad pairs, like the day of release. And they could really say, you don't want it. If you don't want it, somebody else is gonna buy it. And they're you know right. what I mean? Because supply and demand. So you still got those? No, I let them go for more money. Yeah, I wore them. You know, I beat them up. <laughs> they start cracking on me, and I'm just like, yo. One of my friends, he works, uh, he came, comes by the shop. He's a firefighter. He's like, yo, I would love to restore those and keep them. I said, yo, they're yours. You know what I mean? You've been shopping here forever. Just let And me you had them. enough of them, right? Yeah, I did definitely have enough of so them. So that's with you. That's like you flip, like you wear it, and then you, you're okay to get rid of it. You're not Yeah, attached. I mean, I, the thing is that I got to release it to somebody I really genuinely know or I feel like they're going to wear them, not resell them on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's why My I whole will- bin series was like I had every single bin, and when I started letting them go one by one, I wanted to make sure that they ended up in good households. You know what I mean? Like, it's like dogs, yeah, bro. Yeah, legit. Like, yo, make sure, you know, you got this. This is That's what it was. And yeah. Then, you know, you got to part ways sometime, you know. Some things just have special meaning, man. You, you got to make sure they end up in the right in hands. In the right hands. Yeah. So you let your personal collection go in your store to kind of get it off the ground. Correct. That's kind of. That's created, bring... the, the, created the hype of it. You know, like, oh, this spot on Rockaway just opened up. They got Concord 11s for days. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how we portrayed it. Right. right. I had like four and, of my and own pairs. And, and thinking about it, you do this to get your family out of this hole. I had to. Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. Just create that hype. So, you know, people could start talking about it. Then social media happened to play that aspect. We're chilling at the shop one day. Don't Becker Force came out. I had an extra pair. I put it on display. I waited online six hours. I was able to snatch two pairs. Wow. Got on the line again. That would never happen these days, right? Not it's so different now. It's so different. You got to get the app and then with the raffle and there's like seven process before you yeah. get the pair. <laughs> Bots and all yeah, that. All yeah. that. It's yeah, the cool. worst now. It's worst. not even fun anymore, right? Definitely not. Takes the excitement. The real sneakerheads, it takes the excitement out of it for sure. Do you consider yourself a sneakerhead? At the moment, between reality, no, I do not. Okay. I've, I've, I wouldn't say that I've gotten out of almost that stage because mm-hmm. I parted ways with a lot of stuff recently. Okay. Right. Recently just parted a lot of stuff that if I was, Well, you're wearing, like, no you're way. walking in on a Wednesday night with a Gucci jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold out there, man. <laughs> New York. And Doran Becker Force. So... So, the store gets off the ground. Correct. You blow it up. You know what? One thing I I really wanted to talk to you, which I I actually admire, and you know, for me, I'm I'm a person, and Juicy will attest to this, is that like, at my age, like I could swing in a direction of like, yo, I don't really fuck with the young kids. I don't really like this mad people my age that are like, oh, we don't listen to trap or like we don't talk to the young boys or like, yo, you gotta you gotta put those kids in a different box. My belief over the last five years, especially being in, so engrossed in, in footwear and being in this space that I'm in with music and everything that I do, I, I believe in youth. 
I believe in the youth. I believe in embracing the youth and younger cats. That's why Juicy's been with me, you know, for years. And if you look at our crew of people working with us, it's all guys like under 30 and even in their like teens and 20s that that rock with us. Um, I don't see you as a typical 25-year-old at this point. Do you, Juice? No, not at all, man. I mean, his his story is... I mean, we're going to hear more about it. It's just been incredible so far. Like, he had, he was put in a tough position. So what do you do at that point? Yeah, and, and one thing, like, earlier you were talking about, like, you were talking, like, yo, that, that Mayer helped you get into Crep. Yep. Like, Mayer's not not just a, an a, accessible to everybody. Absolutely. Like, he's, he's a, a legend in his own right. He's in a space where, like, one, he's not going to fuck with everyone. Two, you're a 25-year-old kid and you got... Mayor in your phone. Tell us about some of the people like Mayor or some of those relationships that you've been able to develop and why you've been able to develop those relationships at, at such a young age. And I, I admire that a lot. Like you have relations with with people that I'm looking at. I'm like, yo, Nav really gets respect from people that are certified in the game. And I think that's an important thing. Absolutely. Uh, it's funny, going back to the Dome back before, I put it on display. Mm. A guy comes in and... Um, Who, what year is that? Uh, when we first opened up, 2012. Okay. Like three months after. When I hyped it up a little bit, Queens is buzzing. The other side, South Side, Queens. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a new store in town on the other side of Queens. Are they saying. hating on you now? Are the guys at like GB and Moe's and everywhere in Coliseum area like looking at you funny because you got a store near this young boy? Um... Possibly, but you know you can't care what other people say. You know okay. you gotta still just keep your head up and keep working. Keep moving, yeah. But a possibility because yeah, you know that shine does come off of them. Like I know somebody else at a store in the app. They're like, "Yo, people are saying that they get it cheaper here," and I'm like, "What are you selling this for? I'm selling it at the same price, but I'm making the customer experience better, right?" So in that time, it almost felt like certain people in retail were like semi celebrity. For sure. Like, people really, like, if you knew Nav, like, you knew the plug. Like, knowing the plug was like knowing Everything. knowing a rapper or knowing, like, someone Supposedly. really high up in society. Did you ever feel like that? No, nah, I never carried myself like that. You never no, carried no. yourself like but people might look at you like that. I like that, yeah, for sure. Uh, even to this day, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, I'll go, well, we, we bumped in the other day at Don Coolio's. Was that Don Coquillo's, Coo- sorry. Coo- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. it's my first time there. My sister invites me. I pull up super late, and while getting in, one of the guys is uh, searching me, and he's like, you got to get online. And one of the other bouncer goes, nah, he's good. Nah, what up? And I'm try to remember like damn what do i know this guy yeah. you know i want to bring start conversation i don't gotta wait on this line and he goes oh yo make sure you got my acgs on the side and i know he used to work like mta and so i know him from there right used to come by acg so i felt good i was like okay yeah you portray you as good like nah he's good you don't even search him you know what i mean so he's valid so you mentioned like certified <laughs> desi certified desi word you mentioned that the experience was different like what made the experience different at your shop versus others Actually hearing the customer out, man, not getting him in and out and taking his money, you know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to get even through the customer, learn what he wants, what brands he's looking for, you know what I mean? Making him involved in your Got day-to-day it. shop, you know what I mean? Building getting that Getting a taste, yeah, yeah. taste makers, you know? So that Don Becker Ford, this guy ends up turning, being I out I love the bucks. way you say Doran Becker. Don Becker, right? I love the way you say Say it again. Don Becker? Okay. <laughs> it's cool. So this guy ends he ends up being this uh, clothing brand owner. It was just bubbling up heavy called Slowbox. 
So wow. he's like, I own this brand, and we start speaking to him. Ends up they're like legends and queens, you know, work their way up. Heavy. Was this slow or was this Bucks? Bucks. Okay, who you I know from from years of just following you, like you have a, a pretty good, like a really good relationship with Bucks. Yeah, so he comes in, you know, he's on that celebrity spotlight. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know much about him at the moment. He goes, I want these, you know, I told him what they go for. But if you're willing to work with me and X, Y, Z, he's like, I could make shit happen. I'll, let me get these for free. Oh, wow. Like, no, I can't even do that. You know wow. what I mean? Wait, Buck says that? Yeah, he's but like, Bucks is not. Bucks is Bucks not. Bucks not that kind of dude. You know, he's probably testing the waters. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I met Bucks like once or twice. I actually met him at high volume, like before, like his current situation. Yeah. His current situation is outrageous. Yeah, he's lit right now. Yeah, for but, sure. So this dude tells you and this is not abnormal right like no this that's is, hip-hop yeah, that's it oh man so homeboy tells you what let me get him for yeah, free i'm gonna you know we'll make sure you pop and i kept it real man i put my hands up i said bro this is my situation like this pair the sneakers is gonna pay bills at the house you know what i mean that's why it's on display otherwise i could leave it in my collecting and just let it great gain value throughout time right gain and, value throughout time so you're looking at that shoe as an appreciating asset. Oh, no doubt. That's a stock. For sure. You know that shoe is not going to sit. Not going to sit. And it's going to continue to flourish. Somebody's going to come in and be like, what is that? I've never seen that. Never heard of it. Whatever the price is, it's one on one to them. You I know? want it. So yeah. how, how much was did, did you pay for the shoe and how much? Were, oh, you paid box? box yeah. I paid retail plus tax, yeah, which at that time was 175 plus <laughs> tax. And you got two pairs. Yeah. I ended up and you them. had it in bucks of size. It happened to be a size wow. eight. Yeah. Okay. So, so he wants it. it. He wants it. Of course he wants it. And how it. much I'm did like, you have it on the shelf for? I had it for like up for like six fifty. That's still pretty light. Like in today. At that time, you know, it was in the resale didn't jump right away. Right, right, right. No, it's a thousand fifteen hundred dollars sneaker today. Yeah, right? absolutely. But at that time, I'm like, pay two, get six fifty, four fifty. I'm thinking what that could do for me. That's you know? a win. Yeah, that's it's a mortgage win. money. Mor- that's, exactly. Right. Four fifty. It's gonna go. Or it's gonna go into ten air forces. That's gonna make me nine hundred. You okay. know, essentially that's. And just, you don't really know the value or like what back bucks is gonna bring to the table. At the I point. do not know at that moment. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm going off his. Word. at that time social media wasn't huge you know he had probably had a couple thousand followers and i, I go look bro this is my situation i really need to get off the ground if you are saying who you are and what you could do let's make something happen is he one of the first people in hip-hop that supported your your operation one of the first for sure okay so what, one was, of the first. what was his response he was like you know he he's like okay I, li- I like how you kept it you know what i mean yeah um whatever you want just tell me what you want and then i'll see how we could further our relationship because going back to relationship that's what it's based off i told him that's what i want longevity i give you a sneaker today tomorrow you want another one and i'll tell you what my cost is if you could pay around that we keep it moving you know okay okay so he he, he understood that he understood that i gave him you know a great price maybe 350 400 you know i took uh, initially took an l you would say but not really right um four days later he called me he goes yo uh Joel Santana needs some kicks. Wait, so you give him... This is a fucking lit story, bro. <laughs> so you tell him, you tell him, I'm going to do this price. He still wins because he's, he's he legend at that. They're making... I don't know what they're making. I'm not going to go into yeah. it. But Slow Bucks is popping at that 2011 to old, man. That's like everyone is wearing that shit, right? Is it resell on the shirt, bro? And, and yeah. for the record, a lot of Indian people are carrying their shit at that time. No. 
No. No. Who's no. carrying their shit? There's at the no time? shops carrying the brand at that time. Okay, so ba- we're going to edit that part out. But uh, all right, fuck that. So <laughs> no one's carrying their shit yet. Nobody. Nobody. Yet. No store. So how were they moving product? Hand to hand, or it was really artists got it, you want it, you got to know slower bucks or yeah. somebody in the team. Oh, so at, that pull point, up this, okay. at that point, this that, is fresh. Yeah. Eventually, it goes into Jimmy Jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah, and of course. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. the band. Eventually, yeah, 2015, 16, plummets. yeah. So they were creating That's the buzz at that time. Okay, oh, yeah, so they were, yeah. it was a lifestyle. Grassroots. You know, slow bucks was a lifestyle. These guys were getting money how they were getting money. The shirt was symbolic. It, it represented a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? So you're not carrying their product in the store At the moment, either. no. Not carrying the product. Okay. So, but then you get the call and he says, Yeah, he who? goes, uh, Jewel's needs some kicks. I'm like, all right, tell him to pull up. Because that's the best look for me. Me to bring him kicks, X, Y, Z. Pull up to the shop. Let's take some pictures. Let's, he posts me. So, let's so get, let's so get it So now you're up. like understanding the value of like. Who Bucks is. What he's about. But not even. But of like relationship, relationship sure. building. With people who might be able to change the trajectory of your business, right? Right off the rip, yeah. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's like that dude might help me position Especially where myself. the store lo- is located, you know? Being right. from that area, it was meaningful for somebody like that to just come in and be like, hey, I'm willing to do and help you. Me and Bucks are still boys today, going back to what he's doing. He's, you know, working with The weekend XYZ. But he still remains himself as, you know, that relationship. That's love. He knows me from there, exactly. Yeah. So okay, Joel, Joel so Joel's pulls up or no? Pulls up, yeah, double R, you know, smells like straight bud. Everybody <laughs> gets out the car and, they, you know, they start shopping. Now, you, you already got the, the call that Joel's is coming. Coming, yeah. So do you, like, tell other people or do you kind of keep it low? Nah, I keep it low, you know what I mean? Because uh, if he pulls up once and he has a good experience, he might want to pull up again. If you got people in his face... You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's a little different. You know what, what I mean? what's crossed like what's in your mind now? All right, Joel's about to pull up. Like, do I put certain inventory out? Like, do I rearrange the store a little bit? Like, what was your mindset? Abs- at that point? So first thing I asked him, what size is he? So I could cater to him. You know, have at least a couple things pulled out. Oh, this is exclusive. This is this. This is this. Mm. You know, does this make sense? So I start pulling out certain things, like you said. I think he would like this. This is his style. Mm-hmm. This sneaker cost me a little less. I could give it to him for a little less. Let mm-hmm. me put this in front of him. Does it ever Person. cross your mind that Jewels might walk into the store and be like, I'm I'm going to blow you the fuck up <laughs> by posting on my social or by being here or tweeting? So, like, does it ever cross your mind that an artist might have the expectation that, that Bucks had of, like, I'm coming here for shit on the arm? Does Correct. that cross your mind at that point? It did cross my mind. Okay. And I, I, I kept it real with Bucks, too. Like, like, end of the day, if he does spend 1000 let's say, he's going to get a value of 2000 It's a win-win regardless. Okay. He's getting the product that he really can't get somewhere else or getting it early. And, you know, and okay. relationship starter. You know what I mean? I'm not... I, that's how I kind of pitched it. Like, this is a... It could probably get to the level when I start making money, you will get free sneakers. And Bucks knows that I... And there's been times where I'm like, Bucks, that one is on me. Okay. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Going back to... How do I get to that level? Yeah, word. Me too, bro. So. Actually, you gave my kids sneakers. I got both of your that, addresses. You'll get sneakers tomorrow. That's right? more important. That's more important. I, when you gave me sneakers, that's another thing about Nav, bro, that you don't even know. Mm. That's how, like, ill this relationship is, is that... When my kid was born, there was a very few people that I called immediately. Nav was one of them. And Nav said, yo, I'm going to pull up at the crib. Not on some, like, I didn't say Nav, like, you know, yeah. like, give me some shit. Yeah, yeah. And 
he just pulled up and he he gave him a pair. He gave Sean, I believe it was a pair of green glow fours at Correct. the time. Yep. Slow. Now Naya wears those pairs, wow. that same pair. So you didn't come and bring a pair for Naya, but you <laughs> did bring Sean a pair. So That's love. now they pass. But and 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 I, when he when Naya was wearing them the other day, we were in the mall. And some lady, like random lady, was like, oh, my God, your your daughter's sneakers are so cute. I was like, yeah, they're hand-me-downs, but they're very special because my, uh, my kid's uncle Nav gave it to them. Beautiful. So Thank you, It's man. pretty ill. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Look, pretty ill. Going but anyway, Joel's comes. He Joel's shops. Joel's comes, shops, and he posts it. Is this 2012? This is still 2012. Yeah, this is like happening fast for me. Are right? you fan? Are you fanboying at all? Or are you keeping it cool? I, growing up, I mean, Joel's, you know, Dipset. <laughs> I, I grew up on G Unit <laughs> and Dipset. You Lord. know what I mean? That's what I listened to. So growing up, it was cool. Like, oh man, you know. But then reality strikes. Like, okay, I could if I gonna, I'm gonna fanboy. Then it's gonna be like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Let me just keep it as business as I can. And straight to the point as right. I can. You know what I mean? Okay. So Smart. at that time, that's a lesson yeah. for everybody, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Let me take let me take the biggest advantage of this situation rather than for this moment. You right. know? And, okay. then he, and then he might also look at you funny too. Like, yeah, uh, like, damn. This people want to go where they're just comfortable, comfortable. especially yeah. dudes on that. And we level. had good kind. We had you know, a being from Long Island, he had some family there. So I, I dropped a couple names. Name dropping was you know is always good. He's like, damn. <laughs> is it? Is it? Oh, I. I want to say always, but you know, <laughs> okay. if you know you got the upper hand and you name somebody that he's close with, right? So I named a couple people that he knew, and he was like, "Okay, interesting." You know, what so I mean? it certified that you more. Certified than me, it okay. got me through the door. But you were already certified because of because of because of Bucks. Yeah, he validated me. Okay, he posted two day later. Two days later, um, my boys are at the shop shooting some images for the we're just starting the Instagram. So trying to take it to another level. New camera, nice car in the front. We're taking some shots. And, uh, lifestyle shit Lifestyle shit You know what I mean Trying to get it so this now, is off beyond, the, now we have eyes on us So we course. take it Now this is beyond Like the way your dad Was running business The Correct. way Paulie was running The store that you were working on Just to circle True. back And now you're seeing You're this 20 something Year old kid You got rappers Coming into your place Everyone's looking at you different So now you gotta Position yourself different. Correct Okay, and social media at this point is like it's yeah, it's, it's just marketing. Like, the youth yeah. is like, "Mommy, I want to go here." You know what I mean? They right. see the you sitting there embedded uh, in their brain. I remember that's how I heard Quote, about unquote, cool. Yeah, that's how I heard about most of the places that I go now. Is like the last five years social has been media. like, oh, I want, I really want to check out Sneak Room. I want to meet the dude who runs it. He he seems like a cool cat. Cool. Yep. Same thing with FCS, but now people are coming to you on some like Nav is the plug. Exactly. Okay. So, so, so what is Joel's post though? Does he post you or does he post the store? Nah, or does he I, he want. I, he asked me what he wanted to post. I said, "Bro, oh, wow." He, I was like, "Yeah, don't post me. Uh, post the product because if I'm not here tomorrow, they might come looking for me. Like, who was this guy? We want to deal with him. He's cool with Joel's. Maybe I could talk to him about a feature." I'm saying, <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So I was like, "Yo, <laughs> that really him. happens, right? That really happens." Like, okay. you know, yo, you. Blah, blah, blah. So he sat on the on the wall. I took a couple of pictures while he was shopping off my phone. And he was cool with that. And he was cool with it. Yeah, you know, and he was like pointing at the at the wall that of my collection that I had in the back at the moment. Okay. So it was a lot of heat there. So he goes and he he quoted it. I still remember, give me that, give me that. Matter of fact, give me the whole rack. Wow. And he, and he happened to be the same size as you? Oh, uh, uh, no, no, or? not the same. You know, he was a nine and a half. Okay, so okay. I made it happen. It's okay. cool that you know everyone's sneaker size. Yeah. Like you know, like you just mentioned, 13, two, yeah, no, yeah. you just mentioned two people, and you mentioned their sneaker size. Size, cool. yeah. And then Listeners like, understand customer service. Nav talked about it earlier. Like that's actually real customer service. Sure. How do you just remember everyone's sizes? 
man, it's just you know when somebody buys something or frequently buys from you, you know, you know, you get it's, to know the it's size. It's so yeah. important in your business. It's important. Yeah. I remember their size before their name. Yo, you know? moving forward, if you if you shop with a retailer and they don't currently know your size, cut them off. That's it. That's um, it. And it. Cut them off. To touch back on the point of the consumer experience, that that goes a long way. Oh, oh you're nine and a half, right? Yeah, dude knows me. Like that's yeah, rapport, right? Sure. There. Yeah. Yeah. So he posts that, and then you know starts creating buzz. And then we're shooting images that next day or two days after, and another artist comes in, which I did not know about. And, you know, he has this Coke Boys chain on, and he's shining. And I'm like, yo, this guy looks like a rapper. Gotta be a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or upcoming rapper. There's a lot he, of he was in like, rappers, right? He was in like super fresh, to be honest. You know, he was in like Joel's came in a nice car. He was with a couple homies. And I'm like, it's probably his coming upcoming dude. You know what I mean? And my boy at that time, Ron Whispers, he's like, yo, that's French's new artist. And I said, oh, we're French. He's, you know, he's got that Summer Jam concert bumping at that time. And, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh, we're French. Okay, yeah, I know of him. You know what I mean? I wasn't super into the music, but I was getting into it now. Being, you know, being in Queens rather than Long Island. Oh, getting... so you weren't into rap prior to that? I was into it, but not heavy into it. You know okay. what I mean? Like, what I, I wouldn't say upcoming people. I wasn't aware of these you were, upcoming You knew people. the big artists. I knew the artists, the big artists, okay. exactly. This guy comes in and um, my boy's like, oh, this is... Uh, this is two weeks after Jewel's. Two, yeah, he probably saw it on Jewel's, most likely. That's what you He's think. from the area, yeah, too. Yeah, He's absolutely. from Far Rock, this artist. Um, you know, rest his soul, R.I.P. Chinks. Okay. Um, he comes to the shop and, um, you know, he's like, yo, I want this and this. And we just start conversating. And I was like, I, I got some... I was able to get some background knowledge on, of him from my boy. So start speaking to him and... Um, you know, we, we touched a couple topics that he was like, yo, you're a cool dude. I'm in the studio later on. Come through. Wow. Like, sh- first, you know, first time in the shop. Wow. Like, he was very genuine. Day one time. in the shop. Day chink, one. Chink, chink. Understand, for those who listen and maybe not into rap culture, music, hip-hop culture, chinks, we look at, I look at, I'm sure you look at probably in even a larger light, but... Chinks is going to go down as a New York legend, as someone who really, really was was vital to the Queens come up, the Queens scene. Fall Rock. 2012, sure. 2013, 2014, just got his career off the ground and just was taken from us, right? Absolutely, yeah. And and you were one of the first early people like on Chinks's Campaign, music yeah, and, we were. and really rock. And I remember that. I'm going to pause you for a second because this is so important and and it it shows the integration between one, our community as, as Daisies, people who are from the sneaker world because it's not just now, it's so many in our society that fuck with people in rap because we're the plug on the footwear. But you were so in check with chinks that I remember when I did my big my biggest Ultimate Sneaker Expo in 2013, we had like 3,000 people we had just met and you call me and you were like, yo, this might have been the second show. Second show. Because the first one was out out of here. Second show. And it was crazy. And you had called me before the second show and you were like, yo, um, Chinks, I'm bringing, you said it. Nobody else said it. Other people might have taken credit for that. But you had called me and was like, yo, I'm bringing Chinks through to your show. Do you remember that? Correct. Chinks is going to come by. And I also at that time wasn't familiar with everything and how strong his movement was. But I then, during the event, Chinks came with a crew to the stage, to the booth, 
dapped everyone out, took pictures with everyone, might have even gotten on the mic to say what's up. Mm. But I remember you came up there with him. And Amazing was his DJ at the time. Amazing. And Trends had a really good relationship with uh, Chinks. And it was so crazy how cultures back then were connecting between what you do. Radio was there. Chinks was on the come up. He came, and we were like the dudes throwing the Who event, pro- producing the event. So we're like, damn. And and at that, we didn't have just Chinks there. There was so many, like Ace oh, yeah, Mob so came many, through, so many, uh, so many people, and it was just so much energy between athletes, artists, DJs, producers, and the consumer. For sure. And like all of us were part of that. And, and being was, in Long Island, that was like the first yes. show. Like, forever. I mean, that, forever, that's forever for collecting sure. sneakers right, right there. there for you. For that's sure. a moment. We will never forget. Like. I'll talk to you 20 years from now and we'll, we'll talk about, about that. About that for sure. Yeah, so Chinks was a big supporter of what you did. Oh, yeah, man. He he definitely, even besides like the whole sneaker buying, uh-huh. we made each other better, you know what I mean? So marketing, branding, you know, he had a really good team and he already had a lot of things in place. But throughout those four years that we did work together, we learned a lot from each other, you know what I mean? And I still in hold a lot of stuff that that knowledge that he shared with me and he's very straightforward bro you know you don't get a lot of people like that does does his um wife ever come by the shop anymore uh i haven't seen her recently she's been busy with school but we do keep in touch for sure gotcha love gotcha so so who else like is on that like that tip that has supported you you know from from that world from from the rap world from the rap world uh we had a queen's another queen's legend prodigy come through okay it's cool with his friends they came through no. Did Prodigy did Prodigy come through and show mad love upon arrival? Yeah, he was a very straightforward guy too. He, yeah, he was another guy. He's like, yo, I really don't even want a discount. You know, whatever it is, just let me know. You know, that's true G support. shit. Yeah. True G shit. I, you know, I, going back to those older dudes and younger dudes. You know, it's, it's so funny. I learned about that and I've instilled that in Juicy and and my team is like, you know, we're at a point where like some people. We'll be like, oh, these guys are pretty influential. So, like, whenever we go places, we get offered free shit. And early, early when this was happening, I was running with Clark Kent when we were doing these shows. And I used to go sneaker shopping a lot with Clark Kent. And everywhere we would go, people would be like, yo, whatever you want, take it. And Clark would be like, cool. And we'd go to the register and he'd pull out a stack of money. And they'd be like, nah, 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 it's all good. And he'd be like, nah, how much is it? Like, let me support your business. And he would pay. And one, they'd throw in a hat or whatever on the love tip, but on the sneakers and on the apparel that whatever he would buy in places, he would pay. And that kind of was early prior to that. If I went to a place and someone offered me some free shit, I'd be like, (laughs) you know? And I had to learn that for me, like that wasn't, one, it's not cool. It's just not. It's not a. It's not cool at all. And now wherever we go, and matter of fact, Juicy went to a restaurant the other day, an upcoming restaurant, and he called me. He's like, "Yo, can you set me up with a reservation?" And I set him up with the reservation to the spot, and um, and at the end of that meal, it was probably a two three hundred dollar meal. The owner of the restaurant just gave him the meal for free, and it, one, it wasn't expected. Yeah. Two, it wasn't needed, but Juice offered to pay. And dude was like, nah, 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 your money's no good here. I even chased him into the kitchen. <laughs> but but at, re- at the respecting, then it's like, all right, you're not going to give me a bill. Cool, I respect that. Fine, I'm not going to argue with you. But then here's like a super duper crazy tip for the staff that works for you. Because one thing we've learned in business is like don't take for free. 
Like someone worked hard for that. Like someone's got to pay rent because you're going to take that anyway. The rent still got to get paid. The product still has to get paid for. It's not like the brands are sending you the shit for free to give away. It has to get paid for. So for the dudes that come in and pay, it shows me or don't ask for the free shit. It shows me how G they are and how knowledgeable they are about the scene. So for pro- for you to say that about Prodigy and ever since his passing, so many people have not... I, I clearly remember not so many people even mentioning Mob Deep for a long time, right? Yeah. And then after his passing, everyone has a story. But a lot of these stories have been positive, and it's it's good that you've you had that positive experience. With him, correct. Yeah, so Amazing. Prodigy came through. So a lot of came, people came through. Some athletes. We had a, 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 a friend that I went to high school with is currently playing for the Los Angeles Clippers, Tobias Harris. Okay. He came through in his young year when he went to Tennessee for a year to school. He happened to be in town. I said, yo, if you'll come by early in his career, it would be nice. You know what I mean? Because I know potential. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I said, yo, you know, you are going to be an NBA star. He went to Tennessee for one year. He goes, yo, I'll come by. He comes by. I was doing a promo shirt that said Got Kicks. And it was like a shirt that I was just going to, you know what I mean, give out and give for free. Kind of like brand it. And I was like, yo, here, wear this for me and, you know, put it up one day or send me a picture when you're wearing it. <laughs> Takes off his shirt, puts on his, like, yo, take as many pictures as you want. Straight up. Because like, it's relationships it's, at that point, like, right? He's like, here, you know, here you go. And it, it made me realize, like, hey, you know, this is what's going to take me to the next level. People that want to see me do good. Right. And believe in, want to help me do good. You know what I mean? So people along the lines of that, approximately like a year ago to this date, uh, we did a little signing for the youth, for the kids in the area of this a ball player called Victor Oladipo, currently an all-star, mm-hmm. before he became an all-star. You know what I mean? So good relationship. He invited me to the NBA awards. He won dunk of the year, you know, did a signing for the youth in the shop. And, it's you know, huge. a lot of people, sh- yeah, huge. And now where he is today is, you know, it's out this world. You know, he's a superstar. He's an right. all-star. You know what I mean? He's being named, you know what I mean? He's working out with LeBron and these kind of guys. And he's only going to get better. Young kid. So, so would you say at this point, because of the fact that you're in this this space, that because of your good nature and your hospitality, your sort of level of service, that people have just naturally gravitated towards supporting you? Is that is that a fair statement? Uh yeah, man. I would say that, or I'll say it's meant to be. You know what I mean? You meet people, and they're gonna deal with me. Maybe it was just meant to be that way. You know what I mean? The relationship grower. It was, that's how it, that's I, how I look at it sometimes. Just hearing the story, like for me, just thinking about where we started this conversation, your sentiments about uh, being a good person and being righteous and good things will happen back to you. I think that's, this is really, really why it's happening. Cause, the labor of the fruit, you say. Almost. And, and like the things and the values that your family put into. You and Fruits of the labor. The fruits of the labor, yeah. Yeah, like, and, and <laughs> like one, you just being this righteous dude and now all this good stuff is happening to you because of that. You know, it's like karma, so. I think that speaks to your character, Come, bro. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. So FCS is obviously your brand. Uh, where can people um, find you on on online? Like, where can people find you on social? Yeah, you, uh, the Instagram is FCS underscore sneakers, and if you want to take a look at the product that's coming in daily, it's FCSSneakers.com. and all the product goes up right away. Um, we offer free shipping. You know what I mean? Coupons or whatever. Anybody that wants support <laughs> is there. Get, is I mean? there? Is there bigger plans for what you're doing? Me and you have spoken. I, I, first of all, I don't think this is going to be the last time you're here. But me and you have also spoken because of all the things that you bring to the table. We didn't even touch on the fact that you deal with all the Desi artists as well. We didn't touch on so many things. So I believe part two will be in the works at some point. But 
is there if you could kind of ch- tell us what might be happening in the future for both you personally professionally uh where you plan to take yourself and your brand is is there more plans on the horizon is there anything you're currently working on at this point that you could share with us yeah for sure going back to um kind of bringing the culture together you know the hip-hop the desi community the sneaker world the fashion world it goes hand in hand so like expanding the horizons in being involved in the music industry in any aspect i would love to and we are currently working with a couple of people um another good friend that i have a producer uh, harry fraud mm-hmm. i got a lot of tips from him how to move in the music because like you said, it's a it's you know, it's a shady, shady, gray area yeah. that you don't want to touch it. So at the moment with the music, I'm more on the learning tip. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll come around you, I'll call you, we'll be like, yo, what do you think about this? Or mm-hmm. how should I move with this? I see Hovain a lot at your store. Great guy. Yeah, I see Great him a lot. Guy. That's like my older brother. It's uh generally wants the best for me. You know what I mean? He'll he'll call up on me, check up on me. He's a back end dude. You know, there's always people that, okay, this guy's this, they know your face and he's been grinding so long that his name, if you know him, you know him and what he's capable of and what he does and what he has done. Yeah. He's yeah, he's another dude that I keep on the contact Yeah, with I see some of his roster now. Like I just saw him like locks all of a sudden. Correct. But it's he's but working. for those but for those who don't know, like that it's not an all of a sudden, it's just what you see now, now. but we see that, and I and then I see you him at your store all the time, and I'm like, yeah. wow, this thing is 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 flowing really nice for Nav. Uh, what I can say is that as a 25 year old kid, I still I'm gonna call you a kid, but you're obviously that that young OG. You know, you're that guy. Uh, someone from my community, from our community, uh, someone who I've watched grow and flourish over five years. Someone who had very very intellectual conversations with. Uh, many times, whether it's on the phone call or you stop by the crib or whatever, I see this as the beginning for you. Um, your story thus far is incredibly inspiring because we really know where you come from now. Um, I don't even think we can see where you're going because your path is so infinite and there's so many ways you can go. But I look forward to to watching you sort of flourish over the next few years and having you back with us and 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 now from from the butter chicken boys me and juice yes, we uh we appreciate you appreciate you thank you we Nav. appreciate you do what you do for us we appreciate what you do for the culture all around we appreciate you for what you do for the cultures which is very important you never forgot about who you are where you came from no matter who you work with and i think that's so important and, and thank you really really for for coming and, and shedding some light on on who you are today, man. Incredible story, Nev. Salute, man. Thank, Thank you, you, man. Thanks thank to you guys, man. Appreciate having me. It was a pleasure. And, you know, going back to everything you guys do, you know, I see it and it motivates me. People that you sit with, talk with, deal with, the structure of your businesses. Sherrod had me in the office one day just explaining me certain things. And it made me look at stuff differently. You know, like you said, going back to the infinite, that is the logo of forever and of the shop. And it's never ending. And that's how I feel like it's always somewhere or some line or some aspect that we could link up and build. Mm-hmm. So thank you for having me and let's keep working, man. Thank I, you. Yeah, man. And uh, I think like minded individuals stick together, will always flourish. So thank you. Uh, before we finish and wrap up, Nav, butter chicken. 
Oh, man. How do you like your butter chicken? Do you eat it with rice? What, what, t- tell me the preparation you like. Oh, man. Butter chicken. You're making me hungry, man. <laughs> We're going to eat after this. Yeah. Juicy made a lot of money last week. It's on him. <laughs> it's on him? All right. Um, so steak it is. Nah. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of butter chicken. Okay. A big fan. Um, obviously with some rice or a hot naan, it hits the spot, man. One or the other. You had to pick. pick. Which one, one is it? Damn, no. I would say pronta, man. Pronta. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Explain that chicken. to the listener. Yeah, I was gonna... Pronta is more like a, like a salty bread. Mm-hmm. And in the early mornings with some butter chicken, you know, <laughs> some early leftovers. morning, <laughs> early morning some butter leftovers, chi- I'll take it, man. Butter chicken butter chicken. Where, where is your favorite spot to get butter chicken at? Uh, outside of the crib, maybe. I mean, outside I don't know. The cri- yeah, yeah, we don't cook much at the house. You right. Know? Um, outside of that, uh, there's a spot, Lotus in Hicksville. Okay. Wow. Family owned. Yeah, family You put friend. them as number one? I, I, you said number one or you said where do you like your, to get I said your favorite. That My would be favorite. number one. Now my favorite Your number one spot all time. in in no no in New, it's gotta be in New York because okay. in, you can't say India that doesn't count okay. that doesn't count. There's this spot in Richmond Hill called Sona oh, Job. Hell yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, definitely top. <laughs> it's top, definitely. I would definitely put them in that there, in that level. In that level, Lotus sure. is dope too. Though, yeah, they got some other chickens that are as good, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Fuck butter other chicken. chicken. We don't talk <laughs> about that. We talk about butter chicken. <laughs> butter chicken. <laughs> Say no more. So, Word. butter chicken, I got to say it's on up and job, man. Yeah, I, I, I'll give you that. That's, that's dope. That's but not not Floral Park, it's on up and job, right? Nah, nah. Richmond Hill, Richmond man. The pinned. <laughs> the pinned. It's the pinned of New York, bro. For Word real. up. Word up. Yeah, man. Any closing comments? You know, we, we do this thing every now and again uh, when we have the right guest for it. We could do it with Nav. We could do it with Nav, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, there's this game. It's called Fuck, Marry, Kill. Okay. Okay. And uh, you got to pick, I'm going to give you three names. Okay. And you got to pick which you're going to fuck, which you're going to marry, and which you're going to kill. Okay. So, Let's see if I don't know one of those names. I think you'll know them. Okay. Oprah. Okay. Martha Stewart. Hillary Clinton. Damn, wow. bro. You really thought of this one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's no breaks here, right? I don't get a thing. No, no, no. Fuck, fuck, marry, kill. Damn. Oprah, Martha I gotta marry Stewart. her. She got the biggest bag. No prenup. I gotta marry Oprah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I'll definitely give you that. Smart. I gotta marry. Pre- yeah, that's her. Okay. Oh man. Okay, you got one done. I respect that too. Yeah. Marry and kill. Damn. Well, mar- marry, 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 Oprah. Said Oprah, Oprah. Right? Okay. So kill her. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> Martha Stewart, Hillary Clinton, Clinton. I got. I gotta let. I gotta de- definitely let go of Hillary, man. <laughs> she gotta go. So man. you get, you gonna bang Martha Stewart, B? That's what it comes to. <laughs> Fair enough. After that, we feed her some butter chicken, <laughs> yeah, 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 and she's gonna that. cook it on her show afterwards. <laughs> Yo, Nav, man, it's been a pleasure, man. Pleasure, For real. Man. Take care, guys. Thanks, man. Right, appreciate you. <laughs>